0: Welcome to Nimmin Live, the number one place on the internet to learn about YouTube, network with other content creators and have an awesome time doing it. My name is Nick and today, we are answering your YouTube questions. And when I say we, I mean myself and my brother from the same mother, D D, what's going on?
1: First stream of 2024. Boom.
0: here we go. We made it. Here we go, we did. We made it. Yep, we did. Well, Happy New Year's everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year's, hope that you had a fantastic holiday. Hope that you are, excited to get going here in 2024, you're probably going already, you know, cause with new year's resolutions and right. you know, that sort of thing, yeah, it's probably uh, Type- pretty okay. exciting.
1: I'm, I, I'm not into new year's resolutions, but I know a lot of people are, Mm -hmm. if you had a new year's resolution, type it in the chat right now. Yeah. Maybe it was like, I'm going to finally start my YouTube channel. Maybe it was, I'm going to become consistent on YouTube. I'm going to reach out to my first sponsor. Uh I'm going to start going to the gym. I'm going to cut out sugar. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go out for milk and never come home. Yeah. Like whatever your new year's resolution was, type
0: it in the chat right now. I'm going to go out from milk and never come home. What a, what a great thing to add to that list. Right? Hey, man. People, uh, yeah. People have listen, goals. you got right? goals. Yeah. People have goals. They have visions and whatever those visions are, you know, we wish you the best with achieving yeah, those, man. those Just visions. Listen, 2024, you do whatever uh, you want. Oh, it's great. So with that said, um, uh, if this is your first time here, uh, what we're doing is we're answering your YouTube questions. So for those of you that are participating live, we've got a form down in the description where you can get your question in there and you can get it answered for free here on the stream. So any questions that you have about YouTube, anything you're struggling with, anything like that, put your uh question down in that form because that's what we're here for to help you navigate some of that stuff if you are watching this on the replay um, or listening to it on the replay i do want to let you know that on youtube we are uh, we add timestamps to this so those timestamps make it easy to find the very specific answers to questions that you might have as well i encourage you to sit back and just listen to it or sit back and watch it because this stream content creators ask tons of different questions and you might have something that somebody asks that you think yourself huh you know what i never really thought about that but wow you know i'm super glad that that person asked that question so because of that i encourage you to you know to sit back and listen to it but if not that's fine you can skip around um as well but besides that i do want to let you know that this stream is brought to you by tubebuddy which is the number one tool for youtube content creators tubebuddy will help you optimize your videos for discovery tubebuddy will help you test your thumbnails to make sure that the thumbnails that you're making are effective for the people that you're trying to reach and the traffic sources that you're trying to get attention from. So for example, YouTube has their AB testing tool that they're rolling out, which is great. You should definitely use it. But if you're being strategic and you're trying to get into YouTube search as an example, then in that particular case, when you use TubeBuddy, it's going to give you a report letting you know how people responded when they clicked on your thumbnails as well, besides just showing the watch time for the recommendation system. So depending on what you're doing, um, that's an amazing tool. In addition to that, they have tons of different workflow tools, over 90 different tools on TubeBuddy that will help you in a bunch of different ways with your channel and one of those that is something that a lot of people don't really think about or don't know about is you can quickly add translations to your titles to your descriptions and to your captions using TubeBuddy as well so make sure you check that out at tubebuddy.com nim and of course you can see the link right here on the screen and besides TubeBuddy this stream is co brought to you by StreamYard. StreamYard is the live streaming platform that we use to stream this every single Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern. And the reason that we use StreamYard is because it's easy. Um, it's easy to bring guests on. It's easy to add graphics to the screen. It's easy to play background music if you choose to. Um, it's easy to, uh, you can even hook up multiple USB cameras to your computer and use StreamYard with that. Ready? Um, they've got 4K now. They've got 4K coming. 4K coming now. 4K is on the way. Yeah, on 4, the way. 4K is going to be coming out this year, <laughs> which is awesome and super exciting. Gotten a little ahead of myself. Yeah, well, hey, 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 it's 2040, let's get excited. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, man. So yes. with all of that, um, you can try StreamYard for yourself. Oh, and it's, uh, it'll hold your stream open too. This is a really important part about StreamYard. So when you're using other services, like, you know, let's say OBS, for example, which a lot of streamers use. Which when is great. When, it is, it's good. When you're using OBS, um, sometimes your computer will have a problem and it'll crash and things like that. So one of the amazing things about StreamYard is it will hold your stream open for you while you're getting your computer back on or while your power's coming back on or your electric's coming back on, so you don't have to restart your your whole stream which is great but you can try Streamyard for yourself and see all the different things that you can do with it at streamyard.com and of course i've got a link to that down in the description as well as a bunch of other helpful tools and resources for you down in the description as well that will help you in a bunch of different ways so make sure that you check those out with all that stuff out of the way d uh you excited for 2024 uh yeah me yeah, too. You
1: know, at my age, I'm just like,
0: You're like, hey, made it another one. I made it another one. Yeah, 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 it's good. Yeah, me too, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to just see what happens, you know, this year. I'm excited because, you know, every year there's people that come in, they start YouTube channels. And then, you know, at the end of that year, some of those people aren't there. Some of those people are and they're doing great. So I'm excited to kind of see who makes it through the gauntlet, you know, so to speak, uh, so to speak this year. And, and hopefully it's going to be you.
1: So I had, as, as you are well aware of, and some of you are aware of, I took a long hiatus.
0: Yeah. Still taking a long hiatus of still sorts. Taking, still yeah. taking
1: a long hiatus. I did a couple of live streams and I, I uploaded sure. some shorts. You're still doing the there. thing. I, I mean, you're yeah. here every Saturday. But uh, in terms of my on my own channel, I, mm-hmm. I kind of took a hiatus on that. And I have a, and it's it's not a resolution. I've just kind of been building up to it. So I mm-hmm. kind of have a new uh,
0: level of excitement to, to get uploading again. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of fired up about yeah, that's that. that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, super excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, with that out of the way, just a reminder, we do have that form down in the description. So, um, we've already got some questions in there, but if you want to get your question answered on the stream today, if you get it in there now, it will get answered because we don't have tons and tons in there. And um, as we get into that, you know, just really quick, I just want to give a shout out to Creator Classroom. What's going on? I hope that you're doing great. Shark Scrapper, nice to see you in here. Chantel Hills, hope you're doing great. Jerry Pop Andrew, my dude, hope that you are doing fantastic. I'm going to be catching up with you soon, by the way. Doug Houston in the house. Zach Talks Tech, hope that you're doing great. Um, I'm going to be scheduling that with you. Uh, this coming week as well. Um, Just, you know, what's going on to everybody? Hope that everybody's doing great, ready to learn. One thing that I do recommend is that, uh, you know, if you are a new content creator specifically, and if this is your first time here especially, make sure you get out like a notepad and just have something next to you that you can, you know, quickly take notes on. If you are a TubeSpanner user, of course, TubeSpanner has the uh, notepad tool where you can go ahead and, you know, start, uh, you know, drawing notes into that as well as part of their browser extension. So make sure that you check that out. But when it comes to, uh, you know, the information shared here you know based on the feedback that i get a lot of people get a lot of you know nuanced tips and a lot of nuanced information where they're like oh yeah i never really thought of that detail so because of that just have something by you that you can kind of jot you know everything down with if we happen to talk about anything that you're like oh that's that that's good or if you're just like drawing funny faces of us you know whatever you know you can do that too
1: we will discuss something where they say that's good
0: yeah yeah hopefully yeah yeah. hopefully we'll see we'll see guarantee yeah.
1: it will probably come from this side of probably
0: yeah the o- over there yeah like if there was a line the, here right yeah then it would be on the line where like r2d2 is good stuff right yeah. all of the
1: good stuff is said from from over
0: r2d2 over that way that's right okay yeah good good that's right so now yeah, that's so, that's settled yeah hey, so now it's settled let's get into it hold
1: on the first super chat of the year, of the year, super. Tech. Love
0: it, Zach. Talks tech. Thank you, my man. Super appreciate it. Says happy new year, guys. My content goals include continue streaming five times a week. I've got the consistency down, making at least one of those streams into a podcast and build my threads and socials. Absolutely love it. Gonna watch or love watching, uh, watching, seeing you. Blah, blah. <laughs> love watching you do it. Gonna love watching you do I it. I told here. you, I was you like, take
1: two margaritas too much, and I know. you're gonna
0: struggle through the stream." Right, right, right. Don't. That's do a it. joke. I don't. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Ernesto YT That's says joke, uh, they do so. daily content. They've been on YouTube for less than a year. They do. They hey, do, The type of channel like, is gaming entertainment.
1: Before we get into the questions, um, okay. so Zach's talking about building threads. I'm assuming he means instagram threads yeah he's not but, sewing but i don't threads. think
0: he might be sewing but, yeah. but i don't think so so
1: my, my question is for everyone in the in the chat how do you feel about threads mm. i i downloaded the app i created the account and i've never used it since
0: yeah what everybody used it for a couple of days um and it, then it kind of faded away but, but people are still growing people are major using accounts there yeah yeah. yeah 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 it's just another it's another place right insta threads yeah
1: yeah i just uh i, I couldn't get into it yeah I'm at the stage now with social media where I just can't stop.
0: Trying it. to do less than, uh, yeah, yeah. instead of yes. trying to do more. I'm yeah. trying
1: to do less instead of trying to do more, and yeah. I'm just when it's like, oh, there's this new thing you have to download. Mm-hmm. I just want to vomit on myself. Yeah, it's
0: like, yeah, I'll download it, get the name, yeah, but then I'm not gonna use it. Probably, I want to yeah. secure
1: my name mm-hmm. so somebody doesn't pretend mm-hmm. to be me, right? And then try to scam people out of like Bitcoin or something.
0: There goes my plan. Yeah, <laughs> no, there goes there goes my income source. Yeah, foiled great. again. Thanks, D. Yes. So um, Ernesto YT is our uh, is our first question of the new year, as a matter of fact. First question. Here yep. We uh, the be The goal good. of the
1: channel. If it's not good, you'd skip on to the next one.
0: The thing. goal of the channel. If, if it's not good, we're just shutting everything down and walking out. No, just, I'm just kidding. It's all on you, <laughs> Ernesto. Ernesto. I'm just
1: kidding. Bring it, buddy.
0: <laughs> Bring it. So the goal of the channel is to reach 90 subscribers. And the question is, how do trending videos happen? So when it comes to trending videos, um, all of that happens based on response. So when you are publishing videos to YouTube, your videos are going to live and die by by how people respond to them. And by response, I simply mean how often are people clicking on them compared to how often they're being showed. Once they click on them, how far are they watching? Once they watch uh, the video in its entirety, what are they doing next? Those types of things. So when it comes to viral videos, they're usually, you know, very, broad in topic and very broad in audience, I should say. Um, And uh, with that, they're very high response videos. Sometimes it's music videos, you know, things like that, where they also have big followings already and they can kind of juice them that way because they have that following. Like, let's say, for example, if uh, Eminem put something out right now, there's probably a good chance that he would, uh, you know, have a trending video if he did, right? Because he's Eminem. So you have that kind of stuff, too. But when it comes to uh, trending videos, it just comes down to how people respond to it. And, you know, the more broad audience it is um the better the chance you know of the video going viral because if you're super niche then you're just serving you know a very specific community so if you're going to be trying to go like viral viral and you know be on like the trending page then in that case it needs to be you know content that's open up for a much larger audience that usually doesn't fit into you know a a small niche type of thing good question
1: though broad audience is what Mm -hmm. he's trying to say
0: yep Next up, we've got the dream builder 21 and really quick Alex gear in tech. Thanks for the super super chat chat. says as my approach, a hundred thousand subscribers on my main channel and 60,000 on my second, I'd like to say a big thank you to you, Nick, for your help in this journey. High five and fist bump, high five and fist bump to you. Um, Alex, gear and tech. Nice work on the hundred thousand subscribers on your main channel and 60,000 on your second channel. It's great, man. You're crushing it. Nice work. Absolutely. Love that. Love it. Dream builder 21. I've I've seen better. Dream Builder Twenty One's been on YouTube less than a year. They do automotive content. The goal of the channel is to entertain people with my projects and distract them from their day, and to turn my model car collection into the real thing. The question is, what's the process like when you get your first sponsorship? I saw your video that explains everything, but I want a little more detail on um, on the aspect. So, when it comes to that's a good question, it is a great question. So, when it comes to your first um, sponsorship deal, what that's going to look like is if you're going outreach and you're trying to you know make those deals happen. Then in that case, you know you're going to get somebody that's going to To bite on the outreach and you're going to start the conversation on exactly what it is that they are going to want from that collaboration Um, you are also going to be presenting them you know an idea of some kind that's going to happen either through email or you're going to hop on a call Um, one thing that i've found is if you hop on calls then you can usually work out you know much better arrangements and you can really get into the details of what somebody's actually trying to accomplish because when content creators doing brand deals a lot of times people are thinking about you know themselves and you know how everything works out for them but what you should be thinking about if you want to continue you know getting uh, you know good brand deals and and have long relationships with companies over time is thinking like okay my channel's a resource And it's, I have people interacting with this channel and this company is wanting to work with me to get their product in front of my audience in some capacity. It could be to where they're trying to get direct link clicks that will take people to their website. Um, It could be to where they are just trying to spread awareness about their brand or a specific product that they have. So just figuring out exactly what it is that they're trying to do um, is... Extremely important. So if you can hop on a call if you're comfortable with that, then I highly recommend that and when you do it All you have to do is just start with the approach like okay um, You know, so I'm really excited to hop on the call with you Um, I wanted to hop on this call real quick and um, you know figure out since we're gonna be you know working together Hopefully working together. um, I wanted to figure out how we could both get the most out of this You know this situation that we're getting ready to walk into and by doing that Then they are also going to start talking about you know What they would like to see what they would like to do how they would like their products to be presented presented those sorts of things. And then you can also let them know additional details. So a lot of times content creators will have their YouTube channels. They'll also have maybe a Twitter account or an Instagram account. Some people have TikTok accounts or, you know, big followings elsewhere, Facebook groups or all kinds of different stuff, discord, you know, communities. And all of those things are valuable to people that are trying to spread awareness about their products and services. So when you let people know that you have those types of things and you can start brainstorming with them, so then it's not all you just presenting everything, start brainstorming like, hey, I've also got this is there any way that you know that we could also get you into this thing and by doing that you know it it, it becomes a collaborative process and then from there you make you know whatever agreements that you're gonna make verbally there and then um, either you will provide them with a contract but in most cases they're gonna provide you with one then you agree to it or you'll haggle back and forth over the details of the contract um, and then once everything is signed up and good to go then you start delivering on your side of the arrangement there and um, in some cases people will pay up front and other in other cases, people will pay you immediately after the video has been published. In other cases, people will pay you with a little bit of a delay after the video has been published, maybe thirty days or something like that. So, um, so yeah, that's pretty much the uh, pretty much the process. So, hopefully that uh, hopefully that helped. Next up, so we've got a super chat norks get turkey um i apologize if i'm saying that wrong says um if you could please review this account so we don't review youtube channels during the stream at this moment in time it is something that we're going to be doing kind of here and there in the future but at this moment in time that's not something that we are doing uh during these live streams
1: yeah so while he was speaking i actually gave your your channel a glance i'm not going to pull it up but i'll say this Uh, Just looking at your channel at a glance, I don't know what your channel's about. Mm. I don't know what your channel's about, and it seems like you just have a mix of content with titles that don't really make a whole lot of sense. So I would say focus. Think about what type of channel you want to be and the type of audience that you're trying to reach, and start writing titles that might be more attractive to that particular audience. Because as I'm looking at your channel, not sure what to look at, not sure what you're trying to do on the channel. Seems like you just threw a bunch of stuff up on the wall to see what sticks, and if you're new, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, But if you're trying to get stuff focused down, pick something that you're really interested in that your audience is responding to and, and lean into that
0: boom and really quick shark scrapper says that's awesome advice for any relationship business or personal how can both parties benefit from the relationship absolutely you know and that's another thing too. just really quick back on the brand thing is it's also important to know like yes they're you know they are uh, rep you know the people that you're talking to they are representing a company but those people that you're talking to you know they're they're people you know just like you are and you know it's like content creators are um, sometimes you know some people are are intimidated because they're getting on a call and they have this opportunity to, you know, possibly have a very nice, you know, relationship that generates a lot of income for them with these companies. But at the end of the day, you know, you're talking to another person, right? You can hop on there and you can talk to them just like you talk to your friends, of course, try to be, you know, polite, you know, those types of things. But like, uh, you know, it's, it's just developing those relationships um, is, is great. And, and hopping on calls is a fantastic way to do that because then they can see like, okay, yeah, they're, they're trying to figure out what, we're looking for how we're gonna actually track this, you know, what the best things are, uh, you know, what our opinions are and how we would like our stuff presented, that type of stuff. So yeah, definitely do that. Two Spanner in the house, thank you for the super chat says this week I wrote a joke about chemistry, but I'm not sure if it will get a reaction. (laughs)
1: Boom. Not YouTube related though. Not YouTube related. So uh so yeah I don't know if that
0: yeah I don't know if that one qualifies as a good first joke of the year uh tube spanner yeah you danielle you uh yeah you got to work on that one
1: <laughs> you had one so, shot to come in swinging hard, come in swinging hard for, yep,
0: to start the new year off right one <laughs> shot yeah <never> went <laughs> so uh next up you came
1: in here like heisenberg right. talking about chemistry
0: which you missed. <laughs> uh l88pex says uh they have been on youtube for one year or more they have an automotive channel the goal of the channel is to be the destination channel for automotive content i love it i, I do too the question that, is that's key to be the, the destination. destination channel love it for automotive content
1: yeah i would love to see there first of all i love that mm. but what type of automotive content yep. are you focusing on a particular type of car
0: yep.
1: add that in there details matter
0: and, and the question is what is the best way to video conference with someone both for long-form videos and live streams that is to get their video and audio for either later editing or to insert it into a live stream so this software that we're using right now StreamYard. for this live stream it's called Streamyard and with that one of the things that's cool there is you can basically have that video conference and uh you don't have to be live streaming you can just record it but they have technology to where uh if you choose to select that technology because it's a checkbox to where it will record everything on the the guest's end and it will record it on your end as well and then when it's finished it basically puts everything together and then you end up with high quality from both sides which is great so yeah StreamYard would be the uh would be the answer for that next up
1: and it's really easy too.
0: danielle says someone called 911 i'm down <laughs> oh that's great <laughs> so next up we've got uh aaron's house of legos aaron's house of lego says they do lego content the goal is to share my lego knowledge with the lego community and to bring something new to the lego space Question, hey, Nick, been following your advice and tips for a while now, and I'm happy to say that I just hit 1,000 a month ago, 1,000 subscribers a month ago. Any tips you got for a person with that many subs? Absolutely, keep going. So uh, first off, congratulations to you. High five and fist bump for that first 1,000 subscribers on your channel, love seeing that. Um, When it comes to the um, tips for you, you know, once you've crossed that milestone, one thing I would definitely do is I would go and I would look for your content and I would see the content that has generated subscribers. The content that's generated views, the content that's generated the most watch time content that had the best audience retention, you know, those types of things, content that got the most comments, content that got the most likes, all of it, and then start looking for similarities between all of those different pieces of content and start looking for things like, okay, when I, when I do this in my videos, it seems that people are watching them for a longer period of time. When I do this not so much. It seems like when I talk about these topics around Lego that people will respond to those better. It seems like when I put these types of things in my thumbnails, people seem to you know click on those more, those types of things. Um, and then that way, that will help you get a good handle on what the people that you are uh, you know making content for, um, what they respond to, which is great. Um, in addition to that, YouTube has a grouping feature inside of your YouTube analytics. So you can also go in, like let's say, for example, you make uh, some Lego builds that you do are about structures and then other lego builds that you do are about vehicles and then other ones are you know like character people and like that kind of stuff then what you can do is you can use the grouping feature to actually put like hey these are all my structures like you know castles and that kind of stuff and these are all my cars these are all the people or however you you know with all the different stuff that you make you categorize it that way in the grouping feature and then you can actually start comparing them against each other's content sets as well and then you can start also fine-tuning your understanding there of what people respond to the most and then make future content decisions based on on that
1: so there is an app for the life of me i don't remember what it's called have you seen the app where you can take a picture of a pile of legos on the ground and it will show you all first of all it identifies all the bricks and it will show you everything that you can build with that. Oh my
0: goodness, no. Right.
1: And it, you're right, so it'll be like, okay. That's here's, incredible. Here's a pile of Legos, and you can take a picture of it with the with the app, and then the AI will scan all the bricks, and then it will give you step-by-step instructions to build everything that it thinks you can build with that pile of bricks. Wow. Absolutely bonkers.
0: Yeah, that's incredible.
1: Absolutely oh bonkers. Yeah, I wanna address this really quick here. Um, uh, Philip Murphy says, Problem is with the Google form. That's a lot of information just to ask, how are you? And a super chat just to say, how are you? Seems greedy. Okay. That would have been a great place just to say, Hey guys, how are you? Because I noticed it instead you posted that. Right. So, you know, just, just letting you know how things work.
0: Yeah, like when it comes to that kind of stuff, like the, uh, you know, when you say, how are you just in the chat, that's kind of what that's for. And then the forum itself is more for very specific questions that you might have about your YouTube channel. Um, And then the super chats, those are just uh, like we had, you know, um, just a little bit ago where, you know, uh, people will come in and say, you know, they cross milestones like Alex did, um, you know, where they cross milestones and things like that. That's what that kind of stuff is for.
1: Super chat. Just put it up on the screen.
0: Um, let's see here. Let me scroll up. So team, uh, Tim tech Wiz says, I am a tech person. I post shorts, but I am not view. So I'm guessing that you're saying there that you are not, not getting, getting views. views. So if you're not getting views on your shorts, um, first, thing that you need to do is go and look to see if you are getting any impressions on your shorts Um, if you are then that means that youtube is you know showing your shorts to people but they're swiping away also look for you know the swipes because you can see that information as well Um, but if you are not getting any activity like zero then that's going to come down to possibly a bug of some kind but if you are Um, Yeah, you're getting 46 views, 24 views, 28 views, 14 views. So you're getting views, but you're not blowing up, right? You're not getting tons and tons of views, which is probably what you're trying to really solve. So keep in mind, you know, like this particular one is you are just doing like a speed test on something and it's a, you know, relatively short video. So you gotta think to yourself, like if this shows up in front of, you know, just general people, how, you know, uh, how exciting is it going to be for them or how interesting is it for them to see you know those particular speed tests right and just thinking about you know that kind of stuff
1: yeah there's other things too so if you're only doing exactly what he said you got to provide value to the viewer but you're also narrowing your audience here because you're focusing on AT&T so if I don't have AT&T and I'm not interested in disqualified if if you don't
0: have AT&T it doesn't matter right so if I don't
1: have AT&T and your short shows up in front of me guess what i'm not interested i'm swiping away
0: right and this is a lesson also just for everybody so when it comes to i was just having this conversation with my friend today with paul you don't have any friends so oh god you have hangers on
1: you're <laughs> hoping that you'll, you'll give them a shout out that's all you have
0: <laughs> so so uh one of the things to think about when you are writing titles for your videos is you can take a couple of different approaches. One is if you are targeting a very specific audience, then in that particular case, you can put what I call audience identifiers in there. Um, a very clear and explicit version of this is like, for example, if you're trying to reach uh, like single, you know, moms or single dads, then in that case, it would be like, you know, topic of the video for dads, right? So then you just make it crystal clear who it's for so you get the right people clicking on it. So you can do that kind of thing. But you also got to think about it from the other end. Like, what am I, what am I putting in my thumbnail or what am I putting in my title that could cause people to not click on it or cause people to be confused on it or to cause people to be interested or need to be interested in multiple things in order for this content to make sense for them to click on. So, for example, um, you know, uh, like when people do podcasts. And then they repurpose those podcasts or when they put them up on youtube or wherever one of the things that will happen is they will optimize the entire show around the guest right so when it comes to optimizing the show around the guest if that guest isn't super super popular and that's what it's optimized around then they're creating walls right they're creating they're making it difficult for people to be able to consume the content but if they remove those obstacles and instead of uh, focusing the whole thing around the guest and instead they focus it around a topic that they talk about with the guest then they're optimizing for the topic which then makes the content more accessible and more interesting to more people so when you are writing your titles even when you're putting your thumbnails together in addition to thinking okay how's this gonna uh, help the people that I'm trying to reach identify this is something that they care about exactly what about this title is gonna compel somebody that I'm trying to reach to click on this also think about it the other way is there anything that I'm doing here that might cause somebody to need to know something extra or to where they're going to be just immediately disqualified there um, because they're not interested in the thing like these example there on Tim's channel where they are you know just focusing on AT&T for example if it's a Verizon user they're not going to care about that video because they're not an AT&T user right so just making sure that you're thinking about those things and, and getting out of your own way essentially when it comes to uh, writing titles and basically packaging your content up
1: test postcards. How you doing, man? I just replied to your email today. I don't know if you got it yet or
0: not. Boom. Brian, how we got here. Genealogy says, um, hope you guys had a great holiday break. D I think I found your YouTube a hundred thousand award at a pawn shop. Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I'm out there. I'm out there selling it. I'm like, oh, hey, I can get a few bucks for this. The crazy instead thing, of giving it to D let me go to a pawn shop.
1: The cra- that's, that's exactly something that is. That is, that is something that I is do. Exactly. Yeah. Something and else. I'd
0: be like, Hey dude, I got a hundred bucks for your play button. Yeah. Yeah. Let me take you to dinner <laughs> and at dinner, I'm like, Oh yeah. Hey dude. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is paid for by your, yeah, your play button. Right. You just yeah. like
1: take the whole crew out to dinner and you're like, no, 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 I got this. I'm like, you sure? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I sold your play button. It's good. <laughs> That's exactly something that you would do. Oh, love it. And the funny thing is, is my play button is out there circulating
0: somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. It's <laughs> out there. Someone yeah. found it. Yeah.
1: It could be somebody, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, okay. So we're in Thailand. Mm -hmm. And they kind of have like their own, like a human recycling system here. Mm -hmm. So when you put garbage outside or there's, you know, various piles of garbage at nighttime, people will come through and they'll very respectfully go through your garbage. And they'll Mm -hmm. separate the glass and they'll Mm -hmm. take the cardboard and they'll take the plastic and they separate all that stuff and they'll take it because they can sell it. Yep. Right. So they're kind of, they're scavengers, I guess, is a way to put it. They're, they're scavenging, they're recyclers, they're recyclers. Yeah. Scavengers slash recyclers. Yeah. Scrappers, and, I guess scrappers. would kind of be, okay, yeah, there you yeah, go. Scrappers. Yeah, scrappers. Yeah. yeah. Apologies. all you scrappers out there, yep. scavengers, you're all the same to me, <laughs> paint you all with one brush, <laughs> but so they're going through all the garbage. So somebody found that somewhere in a box or in the trash or wherever you may have left it behind. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that they would throw away here. Yeah. So somewhere in Thailand there is some scrapper
0: yeah. that has
1: a YouTube play button. That has against-
0: tried to like turn it in for like metal or like yeah, whatever yeah, they yeah. thought it was made yeah, yeah. out of. Yeah. And it's
1: just sitting up against the wall somewhere collecting dust and it probably has spiders
0: crawling probably. on it. Probably.
1: Yeah. Probably. That That's my play button. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Hey, no problem. Yeah. Lauren Spanish World, what's going on? Hope you're doing great. Hey. So next up we got Her Heel Review. Uh, they upload one time per week or more. They do movie reviews. The goal of the channel is growth and monetization, plus to build a side career as a film critic. And the question is, how do you find the best time to post your channel also how do you research what topics people are looking for that might show up on their watch page okay so when you are trying to figure out the best uh, uh the best time to post your videos there's a couple of factors here that i want you to think about the very first is that um the Time that you publish doesn't necessarily impact long-term video performance, does it? But it does uh, impact initial video performance. So because of that, you know, trying to post at the right times when your viewers are online or as they're coming online is the idea. So what you want to do is if you go into your audience tab in your YouTube Analytics, YouTube is going to show you the times that your viewers are online. I've got a video coming out Monday about this, and I actually show you specifically the whole video is about things that you should be uh, focused on this year as. I content creator. And one of those things is, you know, understanding that side of things and understanding your analytics in general. And I go into details on what you need to be looking at. But one of those things is the audience tab. And within that audience tab, um, they show a very, uh, it's a, it's a chart and it shows when the people that are interacting with your content are typically online. So then you can say, okay, well, if I'm going to publish a video, let me do it as they're coming online so that I can ride the wave, so to speak. And then if you're a live streamer, then that becomes even more important because, of course, you want to live stream when your viewers are online. So because of that, you need to also make sure that you are looking at that same graph if you are a live streamer as well. Because then when you go live, when your viewers are online, then you have a higher likelihood of people coming in and hanging out in your live stream.
1: Channel member, creator classroom. Creator
0: classroom. Welcome back to the uh, channel membership. I'm going to play the song. Yeah, do it. Welcome to the Nemanati. Yep.
1: We need a welcome back
0: to the Niminati. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, I have to hit up, uh, Travis. Travis. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Tim Techwis says, um, I also need to understand my analytics. So h- here's the thing, you know, um, keep in mind, you know, for everybody here, like if you're just getting started on YouTube, like um, when it comes to these types of things and when you hear us talking about these things in the stream, um, there's a ton of different things that you have to learn, but you know, just learn like as you go along. Right. Because you know, like when it comes to analytics, for example, like it's pretty complicated, like the video that I have oh, coming out,
1: she's never been a member. Oh, I thought she has.
0: No. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, well, welcome Welcome. to the Nemanati, then. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, it's about time for crying out loud. Where the (laughs) hell have you been? but uh, uh, but when it comes to uh, you know just all the different things that we have to learn just learn at your pace right do the thing and then um, when it comes to the analytics that video that I'm getting ready to put out I'm gonna show you exactly what it is that you need to focus on because there's tons of stuff and you can go really deep in there and over time you know you should learn those things but you know you should at the very least learn the basics one of the cool things that YouTube is doing right now um, is they are trying to make all of that a lot easier for everybody to understand because it can get complicated and as I'm sure you you see in your uh you know in your creator studio already they're telling you hey this video is performing like this because of these reasons right which is really cool they don't get into the super you know uh details but they you know give you those insights to kind of help steer you in the wrong direction even if you don't know anything about analytics which is cool um the artist haven says thanks for the podcast help last live look for roundabout conversations in 2024 any suggestions on how to approach guests for a uh guests for a new podcast just reach out let people know like some people get excited about helping people start uh, you know podcasts and being first guests and things like that so yeah just reach out and uh you know just let people know that you have the podcast let them know that it's new and you're trying to get it all up and all that and then um you know see if they will participate um if you are a StreamYard yard user um, they also do have a collaboration area to where you can go in there and you can look for guests and you can send them invites as well um just Hey, will you, will you uh, cover this for just a second? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I will. So in regards to sending people information about a podcast, and I know Nick gets a ton of these and I, I get some of these as well. Uh, if you're reaching out to people, uh, tell a little about your, about your podcast. Don't just say, hey, will you wanna come on my podcast? Be very specific, hey, you know, what's going on? This is the sort of thing that I do on my podcast. It's a new podcast. This is the topic that I would like to talk about. If there's going to be other guests that have already agreed to it, let them know that other people might come on. the. Uh, Get the more information you can give people. And I would put something in the subject title as well. Something like, um, I would love for you to come on my podcast, right? Like, because that's gonna stand out to me if it comes into my email box, versus like, hey, how you doing? And I probably won't answer, I mean, not because it came from you, but just there's so much spam that comes in. But I want you to be a guest on my podcast, maybe written in all caps even, that might get my attention. So something to think about is how to get the person's attention and then how to give them as much information as possible so they can actually make a decision. Then in the email, give them the best way to get a hold of you. That's how I would uh, address that. Uh, Scrolling on, I'm going through the chat right now to see... Um what I missed here. So Nil uh Nil the navigator says creator uh create a fix high quality, use a compressor. Oops, I missed something here. Okay, we're talking about something totally different.
0: D goes into step away for a second and D goes into like audio stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, he's were, about,
0: I walk away and come back in, he's talking about compressors. What? I thought they were talking about creator mix,
1: but he's oh. replying to someone called creator fix.
0: Oh god. about got compressors.
1: It, it. Yeah. So I was yeah, I was gonna say, yeah
0: so uh next up on our list here we've got uh king cmc tv what's going on I hope you're doing great happy new year says uh that they do daily content been on youtube for a year more gaming content how many gamers do we have in here if you're a gamer just say hey weebly craft what's going on welcome to the live stream creator fix what's going on I hope you're doing great Um, But they have a gaming channel. The goal of the channel is to fully monetize. And the question is, can you use YouTube library music for free in your YouTube videos? And how can you use the videos that your subscribers watch to improve your own videos, even though the video is opposite of your content? So if the video is opposite of your content, then you need to make an adjustment. Like, when it comes to, like, if people are interacting with content that is not the content that you are making, uh, you know, currently, then in that particular case, like, an adjustment needs to be made because you're growing the channel around content that you don't even make. So, because of that, um, if it was my channel, I would either start a new channel or I would take that video off um, and make sure that everything that I'm making is targeted towards or pointed towards or targeted towards a very specific audience that I'm trying to reach with the content. Um, so, that's what I would do in that particular situation. When it comes to the music, um, um, Uh, you can use the YouTube audio library, but they also have this creator music thing that they're pushing, be super careful with the creator music. So you can use that. Um, they do have licensing. It's not, you know, free for some of it. And some of that licensing can change over time, which is in the terms. Um, there was actually somebody just complaining about this. I believe it was last week on Reddit. What happened? Um, basically they had a video up and the license changed, like the the rules changed for that particular piece of content and they paid for it. They were freaking out on Reddit because. Uh, they're like man this is just garbage because you know they just didn't read all the rules right yeah. and i told them i was like i did like a 30 minute live stream yeah. on my channel talking about this and uh you know it sucks you didn't get to see it because uh you know because now you're in that situation but uh yeah so they licensed a song and that their video has been on youtube for like you know a year like you know wh- whatever however much time you know uh, since they licensed it and uh, uh and then the license changed and uh they ended up having an issue because of it yeah, so. so let
1: me say this if you're going to okay let me say that youtube has done an amazing job at adding better music to their library of music even mm-hmm. the free music yeah. but if you're going to use music out of youtube i would say to avoid the one that you have to pay for with the licensing just avoid it it's a headache yeah uh just avoid or just it. read the rules
0: like if, no, if you want to use it. it just read no, the rules listen,
1: listen trust me if you're not going to listen to anything i ever say for the rest of my life avoid something that you're gonna pay for
0: oh that was easy that's all i gotta listen to yeah okay there you yeah go. this is great go let's
1: go yeah, there you go yeah, that that's was easy that, that, was, that was, was the key that was it yep. it just unlocked for me there that you was go. great that now i don't sense. have no. to listen to you anymore listen don't don't, yeah, like, like popular music, if it's a popular song, there, I guarantee you somewhere in the future there's going to be problems with that song. As libraries get bought and sold, because that's something that's happening in the music industry right now. as people are selling their libraries, it, it, the licensing's going to change. So when it comes to popular music, don't don't buy that stuff. Um, don't do it. And if you're going to use free music inside the YouTube library, you have an option between music that you have to give attribution, which is credit and music that you do not have to give attribution. You can search. If you have to have credit, if you have to give attribution for that free piece of music in in your description and you don't give it, you can get a copyright claim. So you can search by music that you do not have to give attribution to and you can use that music without any credit. Also be careful of using music from YouTube on other platforms.
0: Jesse St. Louis in the house. What's up, my dude? Hope you're doing awesome. It's been a while. Says uh, that changing license thing is happening on Epidemic Sound, too. Um, so he's running into that problem over there also. So, yeah, you got to be careful. Just use Creator Mix, y'all. Yep, use Creator Mix. Yeah. So um,
1: shameless plug, and it's a smaller library, but we're not changing licensing. Just right. what we've had, you can use it. Don't worry about it. Yep. If you get any content That's ours, claims, by the way, that dispute service. it. You can dispute it. It's, it's a fake or an error within Content ID.
0: Yep oval rc thank you for the super chat says nick um advice for a large channel should you allow video remixing or no um that's your call but i recommend that you do just because you you know every time that somebody every time Super every time that somebody you know remixes your song they're getting you in front of or not your song but your but your video they're getting you in front of more people right so that's a win and, it, and that only happens through the short shelf anyway so it's not like it's coming up as you know like long-form videos um when it comes to the difference between a copyright claim and remixing So a copyright claim is when somebody actually claims the ad revenue from your video because you use something. So as we were just talking about the music thing,
1: the person who owns the rights to that music or company who owns the right to that music. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. So yeah. So the, the person that owns the, the rights to that music, um, when they issue a claim on the video, it just means that they get the ad revenue for that video. Right. All
1: right. Yeah. Uh, And here's something to be aware of too. If you're remixing other people's videos mm-hmm. and they've got music playing mm-hmm. just just be careful yep <laughs> be careful like using, using music on on youtube or any yes, facebook and stuff it is a minefield just be mm-hmm. careful
0: yep be careful uh so you next up on the list same for the songs in the 90s uh yeah same for basically anything that you uh anything that you'll that you don't have the right to use yeah, you gotta be you gotta be careful. So uh so here, next up on the list here, we've got uh we're on number eight already, D. Oh. So we got Midwest Ghost Hunters. That's cool. Ooh. That sounds interesting. Um they do bi-weekly content. Um, it's an entertainment channel. The goal of the channel is to take folks along on a journey to some of the most haunted places in America. I love that. Ooh. See,
1: that is that is very
0: clear. Yeah.
1: Super, super clear. Mm-hmm.
0: Question. Hey Nick. Uh the audio in a couple of my older videos hey. is very <laughs> Hey, Nick. And that's it. Hey, Nick and nobody else in the room. Hey, Hey, Nick and everybody else in chat. the audio on <laughs> a couple of my older videos is very hey, low. Yeah. Hey, henchman sitting over there in the corner, <laughs> right? As this yeah. side of the screen just gets blurry as yeah. I just kind of like fade yep. away. And hey, Nick. Hey, everybody else in the chat. Hey, people in the building are streaming in. Right. Hey, everybody in Chiang Mai. Yeah. Hope you're doing great. Hey, right. people in Thailand, yeah. everybody else. Hey, hey neighbors. Except live- for that person across from Nick. Hope you're hey, doing great. Hey, neighbors who, who
1: are living <laughs> next door to the, the live studio.
0: <laughs> Says uh, the audio on a couple of my older videos is very low and hard to hear, even with headphones. Um, these videos are still getting views, I'm wondering if there's a way inside YouTube to amplify it, or will they have to stay this as a lesson learned? Thanks for all you do for the small creator, approaching 800 subs, following your tips. Congratulations to you on the 800 subs. So yeah, so, um, you can go in, you can like cut out parts of videos and things like that, but I don't think and I could be wrong on this, but I, I don't think that you can adjust the audio volume once it's in, uh, once it's already up on YouTube. Um, double check it, but I really don't think so. If you're gonna check it, check it on a computer, um, but I really don't think so. Um, just to confirm though, if not, just take it as a lesson learned, and then you know just move on from there. Yeah, Doug says he doesn't think so um, also, and he's very in tune with you know all the YouTube's features also. So um, that's two. You know, don't think so's on that one. So pretty sure that you can't What was um, the question uh, if you can adjust the audio inside YouTube's editor Ooh. in order to uh, in order to increase the audio level. So one thing that is an advantage is YouTube does normalize the audio, but it can still come in pretty low, you know, at times. So because of that, um, if you do have any type of audio software that allows you to see the 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 luffs on it. Then um, in that particular case, it's what negative 14 I think for YouTube. Yeah. And if you render out the the videos to negative 14 for YouTube, then it should come through uh, you know pretty clear and, and loud for you there next up on the list so if you have a question just as a reminder if you just in case you're just joining the stream um, we're cruising through these so if you put your question in there right now it should get answered but all the questions are being pulled from the form that's down in the description below it's free to put your questions in there but you will have to wait for us to get to the question if you are putting it in there um so just as a heads up there in terms of how to get your uh questions answered so next up we've got Official Stellar Core says they upload one time per week or more. The type of channels an AI generated heavy metal music and videos. The goal of the channel is monetization and to share my art. And the question is, how can I get in touch with other content creators who are interested in collaborations? I believe I have a very specific niche that hasn't quite exploded yet. And I want to be at the forefront when it does. For example, I would love to have reaction YouTuber do a reaction to one of my songs. So... Um, a couple things to just keep in mind here so you might already be aware of this I'm not sure um, but YouTube in the very near future is going to require you as an AI content creator to put disclaimers on all of your content to let the viewers know that it was generated by AI so just a heads up um, you know that's coming your way very soon Um, in addition to that when it comes to collaborations you can uh, reach out to any content creator that has it available on their about me page through the email address on their about me page so if you go to any about me page on YouTube, um, as long as the creator set it up, then you have the option there to where you can click on the business inquiry button. And then there, you're going to have to prove that you're not a robot. So you're doing AI stuff. So maybe you are a robot. I'm not sure. I'm just kidding. But uh, with that, then once you, uh, you know, click that box, then you can get the email address, then you can send them an email address. When you do it, you know, let them know the, the plan that you have. But keep in mind, what you are wanting is not a collaboration. What you're wanting is a shout out. If the outreach is for them just to do the reaction of your video, what are you going to do for them as part of that collaboration, right? Because collaborations go in two directions, shout outs go in one. So because of that, if you are trying to do an actual collaboration, you're going to need to think of something that would be appropriate for the music channel that would be other than music, which doesn't really make a lot of sense when it comes to, uh, you know, an actual collaboration. But if you're trying to get a shout out, then it's a little bit different. And I'm just going to tell you ahead of time, if you're just reaching out to people trying to get a shout out. you're probably you're probably going to be uh, pushing a very big boulder um, up a very steep mountain so to speak uh, in that particular case hill. yeah
1: you don't push boulders up hill up, up mountains
0: that's what that's how big of a challenge this is going to be okay yeah yeah in, in his case he's going to be pushing or their case they're going to be pushing a boulder up a mountain
1: okay that's 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 difficult i
0: know that's what i'm yeah. saying yeah yeah right. those
1: those of us with with means would helicopter lift that thing and mm-hmm. pick it up that way right right because we're not pushing anything up right the but
0: like they need to push it though yeah, yeah. Or, or you, so we'll
1: you can hire sherpas you can hire Sherpas. you can hire sherpas you could to, hire, to push it listen forget that whole thing we're gonna figure this out
0: <laughs> we can get some yaks we can get some sherpas
1: we can get some helicopters we can get that through the mountains boulders up the mountains we can make it out now what about hills
0: hills it seems easy you roll in that, that regard you yeah roll it. hill seems easy
1: but here's the thing, you know, helicopter is going to be like, we're not going to
0: waste our time. Doing right. That. right we're not. Why are we taking this boulder up here? Right. It's kind of there's boulders up there already. Right. It's kind of silly.
1: Nobody's going to deal with bringing yaks over for a hill,
0: <laughs> but a mountain.
1: Oh, love it. Yeah.
0: All right. So next up we've got fat ride, um, fat ride. Uh, they make their content on an iPhone. They do fat biking and biking. Oh, the cool. goal of the channel um, says that this time they are learning to make and edit better videos. I love that you're isolating the focus to like, Hey, this is what I'm working on right yeah. now. And this is what I'm trying to do better right yes. now. Love it. So instead of it being like, Hey, this is what I'm trying to do with the channel. You're like, I'm trying to get really good at this thing. I love it. Goal of the channel or the question is, um, that is the best value or what is the best uh, value AI filter app for your phone? D do you know this?
1: The best AI filter?
0: filter. App. Yeah, I'm not sure what. Yeah, uh, you know, what they would? Like, like, I'm not sure like what type of filter. A
1: filter app in regards to making yourself like you know, fixing Turn yourself your skin into a cat or something, or turning yourself into something else. Uh, man, off the top of my, I, I don't know. For a
0: phone, uh, I'm not sure. But dude, did did you see the uh, the uh, preview for the Insta the new? I think it's the new Insta 360. No. So this isn't sponsored. We don't have any relationship with them. Um, but they have a thing to where you can record the video. At least this is, this is what the, uh, advertisement suggests. So imagine I was making a video of you right now with my phone. Okay. So as soon as that video is finished, I can just highlight you and I can say, turn, turn D into a dog. And then it would just turn you into a dog right there without having to export the footage without having to do anything. It does it all inside of the device itself. Okay. Pretty incredible. Yeah. Really cool.
1: Um, so I would say this, and I I don't know if you're looking for video or a photo, but the face app, is pretty cool because the face AI.
0: back app is really great
1: <laughs> um if you have video leap on your A phone, other guys reference there video leap has some amazing ai tools now mm. the problem with ai video if that's what you're looking for is right now especially on phones it's short yeah, like it's in seconds. Yeah,
0: but you can Kyber, like kyber. You can do a legit stuff in the kyber app. And can you yeah for the AI video? Yeah. And kyber now uh, they haven't they, they put out an app uh, about a month ago. And it's just like, it's, it's just like the website. Oh, so, really? yeah, you can do everything that you want uh, you inside go. of there. But it's not just filters, though. So it's not like, you know, like you would be recording a video here. And you would just have a filter pop up. Instead, it's something that you have to, you know, upload and process after the fact. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, so I, yeah, I'm just looking at my phone, what do I have? I, I have FaceApp. I've got the Video Leap uh, that I use anytime I play with AI stuff uh, where I want to put a picture into it um, or a short short little video clip. Video Leap stuff is pretty cool, too. Yeah, We played with that at that time at yeah. uh, Starbucks, That so was pretty cool.
0: Hey, you know what we should do? Anytime we do screen recordings of anything on our phones, yeah. we should put – because you know how you can make, like, custom shortcuts and you can make custom icons for your iPhone? Yeah. We should put a FaceBack app on there. Just to see, just for people like to catch it, right? And just put like put like Will Ferrell's Bring face in it, face yeah. And just back. call it like face back, yeah. The back great. of the head, or the back there. of his head, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so, um, Anfield Road layout in the law says, can we can we use? Thanks, Jerry. Music from Creator Mix in Streamyard as background music when you're live. Yes, you can. The thing is, if you're gonna pump in music while using Streamyard, you're going to need either something on your computer or some sort of a piece of hardware that will mix the music in for you. So if you're in a Mac, you can use something like Loopback and and you can stream it off of Spotify or Apple Music. Mm -hmm. On a PC, what is it called, Banana? Um, Voice meter banana. Voice meter banana. Yeah, a PC is voice meter banana, Mm -hmm. where you can actually route it's basically like a, a mixer yeah. for your computer, so mm-hmm. you can route it through that way. So you can say, "Okay, here's a plug-in stream." So we, if you can go to our Spotify, uh, our Spotify account, and you can, you know, we have a broken down by like Lo-Fi or synthwave or cyberpunk or rock. So you can stream that. We also have just live streaming music. You yes. can stream that in, so you can adjust the levels so it's not too loud. So yes, you can. Just it just takes a little trickery to do it.
0: Marvin Hoy, welcome to the Nimanati. Make sure when you get the chance, you go to Nimmin VIP. Welcome to the Nimanati. That you go to com. That's going to redirect you to our members-only Facebook group. Keep in mind that we also have a Discord that I keep forgetting to add to my description template for these live streams. But we also do have a community Discord that's free to everyone. But we also have, so if you're a Discord user, make sure that you join that. Um, but in addition to that, if you are a channel member, we also have a dedicated area over there where you can ask questions and get feedback on stuff and things like that. So uh, next up, we've got Bone Yard Lawn Service is our next channel that we're looking at or the next channel. Plosives are running wild. Yeah, I got it covered already. What'd you do? Yeah, I I scooted this back, turned the microphone sideways, so I'm going past it instead of at it.
1: We need another one of these. Yeah, we've got one right there. Uh, That one is for the uh,
0: the sure. Yes, I have one at home. I'll bring over. Bring it. Yep. Uh, Oh, it's been brought out of here. It's it's brought okay so uh next up we've got you boneyard. Get back, you get back it up a little bit too boneyard lawn service um they do uh let's see here lawn care content the goal of the channel is ten thousand subscribers and the question is i have four partnerships and wondering should i start creating my own digital products or wait until i have a couple thousand more subscribers absolutely start creating your own products here's something that is that is really important for everyone here thanks charlie is when you create your own products regardless of how big or small they are when you create your own products it gives you like okay let's do it this way if you promote something as an affiliate then you can make a lot of money with that however You just make those sales and you don't get emails or anything. In most cases, some things will give you emails too, but in most cases you don't get emails. So basically you have that sale and you sent people that way, but you don't get their contact information. Um, If you do sponsorships, then you send them the sales, but you don't get the information. So when you have your own product, not only do you get the sale, but you also get the the buyer's information. So then you can also send them additional offers. You can keep them up to date when you publish videos. If they choose to opt into that, you can do all kinds of fun stuff related to, you know, just just spreading awareness about other things that you're going through that and giving them product updates and all these other things. So if you're a content creator, definitely consider, you know, having your own products of some kind, regardless of how big or small they might be. If you're selling it for $5 or if you're selling it for thousands of dollars, just, you know try to get some of those things in place because you can make a lot of money doing that because keep in mind influencer marketing this year is set to be an 18 billion dollar industry and what that is is that's people doing brand deals okay so with people doing brand deals, one of the things they have to think about is the reason that companies do brand deals is because it brings attention to their products, and it, and it works. That's why the industry is growing. So when you have your own products and you're bringing attention to them, it gives you the opportunity to tap into the other side of that. And in addition to that, when you let people know, like, hey, this is ours, we made this, you know, all that – then it also adds additional credibility to that to where you know for the for your you know uh, for your core community to where you know they know like okay well then if I have a problem I can just send a message to them and then you know get it taken care of that way so it you know creates several layers of benefit to you in addition to that when you're publishing content and you're mentioning things in your videos you never know um you know like if you publish your next video even though you're you have you know a smaller uh you know, I mean you're 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 doing okay because you're approaching 10,000 subs but even though uh uh like when you're publishing videos your next video could be the one that takes off and if you don't have that message in there and you don't have a product for that then in that particular case you might miss a huge opportunity to make a bunch of money over time from that product that you just happen to mention in that particular video so as a great example of this i've only got a handful of videos on my channel where i mentioned my website tuber tools and that site still generates money right every month Um, because i have like a monthly membership in there and it still generates money every month and it's been doing that since i published it and that was just by spreading some awareness through a you know handful of videos on my channel and then those videos continue to you know drive sales to it Um, i don't promote it often so because of that it doesn't really get the attention that it should get however You know, um, those types of things, you know, are fantastic. And, and if that next video takes off and you have a mention in there, then that can just feed as long as it's evergreen content that can just feed your product for a really long time and make you a lot of money over time. So absolutely. So next up we've got uh mr rinko mr rinko um says they do educational content the goal of the channel is education in diy training the question is can you review the channel and give me some tips no we're not looking at channels um during this stream so uh so i'll move on to the next one next up we have art with mazzy art with mazzy uh they type of channel is art for kids family friendly toddler and how to the goal of the channel is to teach kids how to draw the question is i want to know why family and friends kid music no copyright i could play in the background of my videos and also how i could possibly play the music like toddlers music playful music any apps or websites that include no payment because i'm trying to save money that let me use free music for videos so here's the thing youtube music Yeah. So you can use YouTube's music, but keep in mind, you know, with, you know, these types of things, you know, um, when you are, yeah, YouTube audio library is kind of your, your only choice for that one. Of course, you could use creator mix, but I don't think we have anything kid, you know, friendly in there. No. Yeah. It's, it's it's not that type of stuff in there. So yeah, you you might find something inside of YouTube's uh, audio library um see so here next up we've got graciously blessed is our next channel they upload when they have time the type of channel is inspirational the and, goal of the channel and by the way you can say when you're inside
1: the audio library you can probably i think they got a search do they still have the search feature inside of the audio it's library? been a while
0: since i've looked in there so i don't want to say yes i they I'm not used sure. to have
1: a search feature where you could type in like children possibly even children's music and then make sure you sort by attribution or not attribution attribution means credit. If you use something that requires attribution and you don't give them attribution in your description, you can get uh, a copyright claim or they will inject um, ownership of that music into your description.
0: Yep. Next up, we've got Graciously Blessed. Uh, They upload when they have time. They do inspirational content. The goal of the channel is to promote God's goodness in an impactful yet realistic way. And the question is, how do I grow subscribers and views? Even with creating community posts, um, it is with no results. So this probably isn't going to be what you want to hear. But when it comes to growing a community online and getting better results from what it is that you're doing, and this is going to sound basic, but I'm going to get into some nuance here, um, you have to go through the process of learning how to make content that people respond to. So if you've never done anything like this before and you've never had to get a response from you know an image and a little bit of text, and you've never had to put together a piece of content that is designed to keep people watching or to add very specific value and things like that, then right now you're at the very beginning. Part of that learning curve, and in order to get past that learning curve, you're going to have to practice by publishing additional content, and you have to work on your skill development around creating the content, and you have to work on the understanding of the people that you're reaching with that content. So here, you're you're promoting God's uh, you know goodness in an impactful yet realistic way. So you got to think, okay, if this is who it is that I am trying to reach with this content um, then in that particular case what can i make for them that's going to add the most value to them and how am i going to grab their attention when the video first starts actually let's, let's get past let's, let's not even start there let's start at if you have a video talking about something then why would that topic be important the first qualifiers why would that topic be important to the people that you're reaching and why would it be so important that they would want to spend their valuable time watching a video about it and then From there, you got to think, okay, if this is the topic and this is something and I do have a reason that they would want to spend this time, then how would I package this up? And by package it, I mean your thumbnail and your title. And the packaging is basically what people see from the outside if it's a piece of long form content. So you have to then think to yourself, okay, um if this is what the video is about then how am i going to present this from the outside what am i going to put in the thumbnail to help the people that i'm trying to target with this content identify that this content is about something that might matter to them and that it would grab their attention quickly and easily if it pops up in their mobile feed or if it pops up on a on a home page or suggested video on YouTube or even a YouTube search? How would it grab their attention and help them quickly identify that this is about something they might care about? And then from there, once they grab their once you grab their attention and they hit the title, then you got to think, OK, now I'm presenting this through the title. And of course, the thumbnail and title always work together as a team to win the click as well as the topic. So then you got to think, okay, with this title, um, what about this particular title is something that would one help grab their attention if they happen to see that first, but two, that would actually compel them through, you know, however, I'm presenting this title to click on the video and out of all of those details. All of that stuff, if you've never done any of this before, all of that stuff is, is it's time consuming. It's it's things that you have to learn how to do over time, okay? And then from there, you also have to consider that when somebody hovers over your video, you also have the autoplay that happens where YouTube starts giving them a preview of the content. So because of that, then you gotta start thinking, okay. So I grabbed their attention, they saw the title, they haven't clicked on it yet, but you t- they've, they've stopped. And now YouTube is starting to show them some of my video. So do I need to add captions to the beginning? of it do i need to show like religious imagery um do i need to be on camera like you know what is it that needs to be happening there to also kind of express what they might be getting out of this video while they're sitting there deciding if they're going to click on it or not that's just one part then once you get them to click on it then you have the next step which is okay they just arrived in your video what are you doing To help them identify that yeah, this is something that I should continue watching What are you doing to spread awareness to that person about what it is that they might get out of watching your video? Or at least just reinforcing you know what it was that you used your packaging for with the video, right? You have to go through all of that and then once you start getting into the content You got to start breaking it down and you know kind of look at your timeline if it's a long-form video as like all these little Slices right and you got to start thinking to yourself, okay if I can get them past this part then uh uh one how am i getting get him past this part and then two if i get him past this part Is there is there going to be a point here where I need to reengage them to where it might get kind of boring? Or do I, you know, just kind of keep letting it play and just kind of hope they get through that part because everything that I'm sharing in there, you know, through the messaging that you're doing all of that's good and I think they'll make it through it. But then once they get through that part, why should they continue to keep watching and you just kind of keep renting and repeating those ideas until you get to the end of the video. So, again, if this is something you've never done before. It's okay, but it's just important to know that there is a learning curve that comes with all this stuff. And if you haven't done this before, the only way that you're going to get through it is by learning how to do all of those things that I just mentioned and learning how to identify those things and just thinking it through, right? If you just ask yourself the questions when you're putting everything together, why would they care about this topic? How would this thumbnail help them identify this is something they care about? Why would this title compel them to click once they click? What about this intro would help them, uh, you know, be more compelled to stick around and watch the video instead of backing out and going to watch something else. And then for each part of the video, why? Why would that be important to the viewer as well? Um, And then you learn how to do all of that. And then that's when you'll start getting, you know, more activity in your content. Now, if it's shorts, totally different game there, of course, the topics gonna matter too. But then your main focus there is how can I grab somebody's attention when the video first starts because there, it just pops up and it happens. So in that case, how can I grab their attention there, and then keep them watching? You know that short, or possibly even looping it if that's something that you uh, you know choose to do.
1: So while you were doing that, Renee came in. YouTube oh hey, what's up, Rene? Re- what's, what's, what's up, Renee?
0: Uh, and so was, Happy New Year, man. Yeah, he was
1: talking about uh, YouTube Music. So I, I, I was I hadn't been into YouTube Music for a while. They completely mm-hmm. renovated it, redesigned it. It looks great. It's smooth, but. Remember how I was talking earlier about how things change? I just want to read a couple of things here. So, learning the basics, and this stuff is important. So, what happens if a license expires? And this is where you really have to pay attention to what it is you're purchasing.
0: Viper man about tech with us. Hey, up, dude?
1: Viper. Some licenses expire after a limited term. If you choose a license that doesn't last in perpetuity, then it will have an expiration date. You can check this before purchasing. So you have to make sure that oh, it you're in creator, not expire. Music. Okay. Right. Um, you can renew the term before it expires. If the song is still available for licensing,
0: he says here the attribution requirements. Um, he said there is a filter for that.
1: Right? So, you gotta be careful if you're purchasing music because if the license expires and that track is no longer available when your license is up for renewal, which you would have to renew that license, guess what? You no longer have a license to use that track. And then if you go into the music and you even select the free music, and it's got the little pop-up there for the information, it says included free results that are licensable with fixed terms. These tracks will allow you to fully monetize your video for the duration of the license. Like this is just a minefield. This is a minefield for creators uh, wanting to use music. So just look at the stuff that requires no attribution. If you don't want any headache, and do it that way. Yep. Uh, and you know, I hate to throw a shade at YouTube, but this is a super complicated system. Yep. And I think, uh, I don't think, when it comes to tools that are helpful for creators, I think, I think YouTube's heart is in the right place here but I think the complication of music licensing as a whole, because YouTube has to deal with the record labels. It's confusing anyway. It's confusing anyway, and it's complicated. There's all these different labels and distributors to deal with. So I think YouTube's heart's in the right place, but I just think the minefield of licensing to begin with, and it changes per country. So like, just when I went to log in and identified that I wasn't in the United States, so I had limited licensing outside of the United States. Mm -hmm. So, you know, heart in the right place, but I think just to avoid that paid stuff. Sorry, YouTube, but you know, this is not a, a, a good thing for creators long-term
0: uh tan going the kitchen is our next question here thanks to the super chat by the way it says former aperture movement here um how many computers um would you need to live stream and what other equipment is recommended so you can technically just live stream on your phone um, that's one option we're using a laptop yeah right now we're using the laptop but we do have other devices attached to it so we have the laptop and then we have an a10 mini plugged into it but that's just because we're using multiple cameras yeah. if we didn't have multiple cameras then in that case we would just use one thing that would be a cam link is probably what we'd choose to use and um a cam link is a product that's sold by elgato and you can take the you can take the (laughs) hdmi out of your camera and you can plug it into that but that's only if you're using a dslr if you're just using a webcam because there's some really good webcams out there now too if you're just using a webcam then you can literally just use a laptop plug in that webcam and you can technically go live just with that, but the audio is probably not gonna be amazing. If you did want to make the audio amazing, then in that case, you would need to get some type of audio interface. You can get a cheap, um, I think it's a Focusrite 2i2 for under $100 now. Yeah. Um, you can get something like that that is also USB um, or USB-C that would plug directly in, and then you would get some type of microphone that you would connect to that. And that's pretty much it, outside of you know any lighting that you would get. So if you're streaming in the daytime, you could technically sit by a window if you're trying to you know not spend a bunch of money on stuff but um but if you did have the budget to add just you know some lighting or at least have some lights from around your house that would be hitting you from the front instead of everything hitting you from the top then in that case you know that can you know in some cases give you some good lighting too but you don't need a ton of stuff in order to live stream you can do it pretty basic and still have a really high quality stream so back in the day before we started doing like multiple cameras and things like that back in the day i streamed on a logitech c922 webcam and because it allows you to in that particular camera like you'd probably want something a little better these days but in with that particular camera um i used it for years because um, it allows you to go in and adjust the settings, so you can adjust the contrast the exposure you can adjust everything on it And then when you mix that with controlled lighting then you can really dial things in and make everything look good So if you're just getting started and you're like hey I just want to start this on a budget of some kind so I can You know just kind of see how I like live streaming and all that in that case I'd go the webcam route um, and and go with that another option Is uh, Rode makes their I think you have one here. Don't you the ntg? Uh, plug-in mic that also works. The, the USB. Yeah, I do. N- no, 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 not that one. Oh, yeah, that's another one too. Yeah, they also have pod mics. Thank you. Yeah, they, they have pod USB mics. USB pod mics. Yeah. yeah, they have USB pod mics and things like the Blue Yeti microphone. Yeah, that you can also plug in directly to USB to where you don't even need an audio interface. So that actually would remove one of those components components as well. So a USB microphone, a USB webcam, or USB C, either one, um, and then you're good to go either in natural lighting or you can you know get a, a couple of uh you know studio lights in order to you know have full control over your lighting environment
1: so i, I want to uh, just tackle this really quick so renee uh, youtube creator, is creator old. Is old. so I, I think he posted you know happy to send any and all feedback when i was talking about the creator music so mm-hmm. here's he, he, I, let's just kind of do this as a group right now in regards to music and by the way renee i understand the complexities of, of, of music licensing so i'm not throwing this all on YouTube and yeah. YouTube slap, but everyone in here right now, just type in a simple yes. If you understand what's going on with licensing with music or not type in yes. If you understand you, you, uh, YouTube music licensing type in, yes, I'm gonna put if in you no. don't, if you don't understand, or if you think it's confusing, YouTube music, licensing type in no. So I'm just, I just want to see how, where people cook, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, you know, Maybe I'm yeah, well, you had
0: to look into it for creator mix. So I think you're yeah. probably way more advanced on that than, than most people are Yeah, because you spent a substantial amount of time, like digging into that for the sake of creator mix. Yeah. Um, for me, like I know like basics about it, but in terms of all the nuanced stuff that, you know, right. yeah. Like I, I don't know right. that either.
1: So if you understand it type, yes, if you don't understand it, or you're confused type no. I'm just curious. So we got a kind of like, artist. yeah, it seems like there's a mixed bag in here. So my, my whole thing about YouTube and the way this is set up, by the way, I think the read, look at it, the redesign looks fantastic. The thing is if people if people don't like to read Mm-hmm. And, and if anyone in here has ever sold a product if you sold a, a, yeah. a you know an they don't actual, even like
0: watching videos you can yeah. tell people in a video do this yeah. do this do this and then you get a comment like yeah. hey how do you do that right yeah. people yeah. don't yeah. even so like, want to
1: finish a video yeah. so if you've bought a product or you have digital <laughs> products for sale people don't read the instructions they right. don't read it what do you do you know i, I guarantee you 50 to 75 percent of the people in here when you get something with an instruction manual mm-hmm. whoosh, goes away yeah people don't like to read yeah so when it comes time to deal with like music licensing Will this affect my channel or not? YouTube has all these different things you gotta click and learn about. People aren't reading that crap. Right. Some you know. people are, but yeah. yeah, just general, you know, the masses now, are not to, reading to be
0: that. Fair, stuff. To be fair though, <laughs> to be not. fair. Like if you are going to be using something like that, yeah. to be fair, it is your responsibility to to to, 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 to read it and and Google the things you don't understand and you know, all that stuff. Most people aren't gonna do it. But, but, it is the, the but it is their responsibility, 100%. right? So it's not 100%. like, it's not like, I, I wouldn't say that it's like an intentional setup, but it is complicated enough that, you know, that, I think that, you know, a lot of people are kind of tuning out on that.
1: The, the point I'm getting at it, it what is the responsibility? hundred mm. percent, the responsibility always falls on you. So if yeah. you, if you use one of these tracks and you did it the wrong way, it's because you were lazy and you didn't read it. Yeah. Or maybe just or didn't understand. just
0: misunderstood, yeah. Right. Cause it's complicated right. stuff.
1: But I'll say this, I do understand it and I think it's incredibly complicated. Mm. So I think when it comes time to, can I use this, can I not use this? And you have all these different sections for music and here's free stuff that you can use, attribution, no attribution, here's free stuff you can use, but the license might expire. You're just like, what? what do you, well, what can I use that I can just set it and forget it? Because I think as creators, most people just wanna set it and forget it because you don't want- You, you know, just want to
0: publish and then hope that you're going to be good forever.
1: Yeah, yeah. like we have so many things to think about mm-hmm. as a creator. Yeah. We're in the hamster wheel, we're running, we're trying to think about thumbnails and topics and packaging and mm-hmm. all of this stuff. And the next video ideas. is the last thing we want to worry about to even have that seed in our head. Mm-hmm. It's like, I hope three years from now, I don't get a copyright claim on my videos, right? right. right? Just, get, just el- eliminate that possibility for creators. That's what I'm saying. Get rid of that possibility so creators can just come in and just use it or not use it
0: Hudson Move vintage forward. how to collect and sell it uh thank you for the super chat super appreciated it says hey just a loyal engaged viewer sharing my support thank you for super that chat. really appreciate it happy new year uh to you also yeah
1: I could rant on this stuff all night Yeah, I know
0: that's why I jumped in that's why I jumped yeah, so in right here just cut me off yeah <laughs> you know
1: what you need you need that, that so, cane with the, with, the with the hook on hook the, end. At the end of it right yeah.
0: just reel him in pull right. him in so next up, we've got playing the mom game. <laughs> playing the mom game uploads one time per week or more. The uh, type of channels, decluttering and intentional shopping. And the goal of the channel is income potential and a creative challenge. And the question is, I have a handful of playlists, but I feel like all of my in screens and comments are leading back to the same playlist. So it seems really redundant and circular. Is that okay or would it be worth the time to go through and set up a series of videos that link to the next video, sort of a chain of videos instead of playlists? So um, definitely keep sending people into playlists. That's a good move but what i want you to go look at is i want you to go to your audience tab on youtube and go look at the amount of people that are interacting with your content that are regular viewers and go look at the amount of people that are interacting with your content that are new viewers, and then also look at how many videos people are watching, because they'll show you that too. So when you go in there and you see that information, it starts to paint the picture to where it's like, okay, yeah, maybe it does make sense to continually spread awareness about this playlist, because I do have tons of new people that I'm interacting with here. And then if it's somebody that's a regular viewer, not all of them are gonna make it to the end of the video, not all of them are gonna watch every piece of content that you publish. And when they go into that particular playlist, they might be hitting it at different entry points too, because when you do link to a playlist, you can link to specific videos in that playlist. So if you're doing that, um, then they can go and they can have different entry points into that same playlist as well. So um, just go look at that information, and that's going to you know really answer the question for you. But in a lot of cases, or I would I would venture to say probably most cases, you're going to have a lot of new people interacting with your content. This is the whole uh, this is the whole reason that one of the things that I recommend when it comes to your community feed is that you regularly publish videos into your community feed too or that you share videos in your community feed because you know we have the thing to where we're like hey i published this and there's a really good chance that you know everybody saw this video but in reality you know you have tons of people that are interacting with your channel you have people that are not i don't know about tons but you have people that are interacting with your channel every day um, you have new people that are coming in and because of that um, when you share a video that you've already made that maybe it was a month ago maybe it was two months ago maybe it was even last week The people that that community post is going to reach some of those people are not going to have interacted with that content before and for those people that do find it interesting then they'll be able to go in that way and start interacting with that content so you know because of that it's important to you know just think about okay with this picker playlist what's the idea am i trying to you know drive as many people as i can into it or am i only going to drive people into that playlist from these types of videos right so in my case for example like if i make a video um about you know something that's very clearly targeted for new youtubers like the video that i just recently put out about you know every new youtuber needs to watch this video right so in that particular case i can't remember off the top of my head of what i link to but the anytime i make a a video for new youtubers one of the things that i'm thinking about is okay um it's probably a good move to link these, uh, you know, viewers that are coming into this that are gonna be new to uh, my playlist that is the step-by-step guides because people typically respond well to that. Unless there's something nuanced to where I mention it in the video and then say I'm gonna link it in the end screen or something like that, then, you know, I'll have specific uh, playlists that I'll link to based on the topic itself. Same thing for like the AI content. So, you know, for my AI videos, those are all driving into an AI playlist so the people that are interested in that can more easily find, you know, those, uh, you know, the other AI videos that I have without having to go and explore and hunt everything down on my channel so um absolutely drive people into playlists and then just go and look into your audience tab and uh just just so you can kind of uh get an idea of you know the people that are um you know interacting with your channel in terms of new people versus uh returning people all
1: right i gotta show this and i just, I just need like 30 seconds Remember, right, okay i gotta put this on screen look oh, man how do i put this full screen look at this can you see this are you
0: still going to the music
1: yeah yeah because i was just clicking around so this is a free song and it says video monetization then it says full monetization to you shorts license not required to monetize videos okay but then there's a, a thing underneath it that says using this track without a license this track may make your video ineligible for monetization right but they say right above it full monetization to you yeah like what is it
0: right this pick is a, one pick one man yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah okay i just wanted to share that because that like
0: just to express how confusing it is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, it's just not clear, man. Yep. Anyway, I'm finished.
0: Yep. I digress. So next up, we've got new enlightenment with Ashley. Um, they upload one time per week or more. They do video essay content. The goal of the channel is to educate, explore, and learn about social transformation. Uh, the question is, do you have tips for how to study other YouTubers and similar audience niches? What things should I pay attention to in their approach? How do I do this while keeping my own style unique as it evolves? Absolutely. Jason, painfully honest tech. What's going on, my dude. Hope that you're doing hey. great. So when it comes to, um, studying other YouTube channels in your niche, um, very first thing you want to do is hit their videos page, hit the popular option. Um, to where it sorts by popular and see the videos that they've put out somewhere recently. Like it doesn't have to be yesterday, but somewhere within the last like three to six months. See the videos that they've put out that are um, that are you know that that have done well. And you start looking for patterns across all of your different competitors about things that have done well. And then you start thinking: Is there anything complementary? Um, anything about those videos that I didn't like that I could make a video about, um, but still frame it around that topic since you know that's something that clearly you know th- that the audiences that you're trying to to reach, you know, have been interested in, you want to look for those types of things. You want to look at um, how they're doing their thumbnails, because, you know, different niches in some cases will also have certain vibes, you know, when it comes to the thumbnails that help people identify that it's that type of content. Um, you want to look at the imagery that they're using. You want to look at the things they're focusing on in their thumbnails. You want to look for triggers, uh, trigger words that they're using in their uh, titles. You want to look for any keywords that they're using in their titles, if they use them at all. Um, you want to look at how they start their videos. You want to look at how they end their videos. You want to look at how they're editing everything. You want to look at how they have their channels laid out. You want to look at if they're, anybody's collaborating with anybody else. You want to look at how they're using their community feeds. You want to look for, like, are they naming their communities? Are they not naming their communities? Do they have icons in their videos? Do they have recurring themes or characters in their videos? Like, you know, you want to just look at everything it is that they're doing. And you want to think to yourself, okay, um, is there things that, multiple of the top creators in my niche is there things that a lot of them do consistently that maybe I should also incorporate to what it is that I'm doing And I'm not saying to copy what I'm saying is conceptually so for example if everybody has a name for their viewers and they address that name when you know their videos start then in that particular case maybe I should do something you know similar um if they all you know are focusing on very specific things in their thumbnails and people are responding to that maybe you should do something similar, right? So um, so it starts helping you get a better understanding of what um, what works well in your niche. In addition to that, go through and read their comment sections because your comment sections are gonna give you more nuanced information about the community. They're gonna give you more nuanced information about the things that people disagree with, the things that they agree with, the things that they support, the feedback on any products they're recommending. Like you're gonna get tons of information by reading their comments as well. So go through all of those things and um, and you'll start to get some you know good insights on your niche in addition to that also look at like publishing schedules what days of the week are they publishing what times of the day are they publishing like look at all that stuff and um and it'll start to help you paint a picture when you start noticing consistencies. like hey out of these like you know 10 different channels it seems that you know four of the top channels they're doing these very specific things right so start looking uh, start looking for that kind of stuff
1: i'm going to welcome some people to the chat yeah go gene reacts welcome how you doing triathlon with coach john
0: what is going on what
1: is going on spots you how you doing? Mm. John Frank songs. How you doing? Who else do we have in here? I saw, um, uh, cars videos. How you doing? And vinyl chapter
0: SMA sky. What's going on? Hope you're doing Vinyl great.
1: chapter. I don't know what your channels about, but I hope, I hope you collect records. Mm, I hope you nice. collect
0: vinyl records. Yeah. Sketches and scrubs. What's going on? Hope yeah. you're doing great.
1: Oh, we got super chat.
0: So, uh, Hudson, super chat. Uh, uh, Hudson, uh, vintage says, uh, I thought of a question. I publish every Sunday gain about 1200 subs a month. I'm going to miss tomorrow's video because I was injured. Well, my channel tank. Um, first time missing a video. No channels, not going to tank. Um, so just keep in mind, like when you are publishing on a very rigid consistency, that's fine. And your viewers will, you know, start to expect that and things like that for the people that are the most engaged. Um, however, You know, if you miss a video or something comes up, it's fine. Your channel's not going to die or anything like that. Just try to get back to it, you know, in a reasonable amount of time. Like, I wouldn't recommend leaving a channel dormant for months on end. But if you're like, hey, I need to miss this week or something like that, do it. But I just would try to not do it consistently, and here's why. So it's really easy. Like, if you're doing something consistently, it's really easy to break that consistency and then continue to break that consistency right because it's it's easy to not do the thing you know what so, it's
1: like it's like i'm just going to skip the gym today
0: right and the I'm next not- thing you know you haven't went to the gym in a year yeah right yeah right yeah same exact thing so yeah. because of that Um, You know, take the break that you need um, and then, you know, just get back to it uh, as soon as you can, if possible, because you said that, you know, you have, uh, uh, you know, like an injury thing that you're dealing with. So, you know, if possible, if you know when that injury is going to be up and things like that, just mark it in your calendar, have a video, start my next video at this time or, you know, whatever, so that you can, you know, kind of hold yourself accountable um, for just kind of hopping back on the horse. And from your view, you might be thinking like, oh yeah, of course I'm going to hop back on the horse, but just to be on the safe side, just to go ahead and get it in there just to make sure um, is definitely something that I would. Uh, you know put on the list
1: when you have momentum going especially if you're fairly new to youtube i remember this i remember breaking my Upload schedule yeah. and being so worried. Yeah. And I would push things aside and do, oh, I got to upload my video today. Mm-hmm. You know, my girlfriend, I'm like, Hey, can we, can we go to dinner? It's Valentine's day. No, I gotta, I gotta publish a video. Right. You know, we get, I gotta publish it first. Right. You know, I recorded it or whatever. Now I gotta publish it and put it up there and we'll, I will we'll come out later. Cause I can't, right. because i got because i have got to answer all the comments that come in
0: when I publish, Right.
1: man, I used to be so dedicated to that. But and to it,
0: be fair, you also got a hundred thousand subscribers on your channel pretty fast. I did. Right. So that's what it took. But right. you know what, if you, I would have pushed you it, know, I could have
1: done it after Valentine's sure, Day. Sure, you could have
0: managed the time better. Yes. Ahead of time, yes. and then you wouldn't even have been in that the, situation on Valentine's Day. The
1: wheels yeah. would not have fallen off is right. what I'm trying to say. Right. I was very rigid with that stuff early right. on. Right, right. Um, but the point is, you have, you don't have to be like clockwork, clockwork rigid, but you do need to have some form of consistency. Right. Or you start slipping. Right. I, I slipped. Yeah. I went from I went from like German engineering to just not doing it sure Sure. (laughs) precision german engineering to not doing the thing because i because i just started slipping my views are up this week as a channel as a whole i won't publish a video Mm. god man i'm still riding that other video i'll
0: take another i I won't i won't publish this week either before you know it there it goes (laughs) there it goes yep yep Steve uh, Cassidy says VidIQ awards points for including videos in playlists. I have videos that aren't relevant to a playlist. Should I make playlists for all videos to score points? No. So, so I'm not sure what the point thing is that you are talking about. But basically. Um, it don't put stuff in there to get points that don't like matter to anything. So like if they are, um, like if there's like a, some type of point thing they're doing and they're giving you some type of like internal reward, that doesn't matter. Um, when it comes to videos that are not relevant to a playlist, here's what you want to think about always 100% of the time for the people that are interacting with my videos, how can I categorize my content into playlists? That will help the people that are interacting my with my content, that will help them find more of the content that they are enjoying from me. That's what you gotta be thinking about. Don't be trying to get points or, you know, anything like that think about the viewers first, always think about the viewers first, are they going to enjoy this video? Are they going to be able to identify this video? Is this video going to make sense to them? Is this going to be of interest to them? Um, you know, how can I make it easy for them to find more of my content? I got a video coming out Monday that, that talks about this also as part of that video. Uh, make sure you watch that, but yeah, you want to make sure that you're focused on the viewer. And when you're thinking of your playlist and things like that, you don't want to just check the boxes by just putting in whatever. Instead, you want to think about the viewer. Okay. If somebody clicks into this playlist, what's going to make sense for them how like if they're watching the first video in this playlist why would they watch the second video why would they watch the third video and so on right so you want to make sure that you're that you're thinking from that lens instead of just trying to check boxes to get um you know to get points of some kind with a with a tool that you're with the tool that you're using hey bill where in mexico are you Oh, nice. He spent some a considerable amount of time in Mexico. I was
1: stuck there for two years uh, yeah. when the world shut down and mm-hmm. I couldn't get home to my home country here.
0: Yeah. So Jerry says they give a score based on uh, best practices. So yeah, even with that score, right? Like, um, you know, you want to make sure that, that even with those scores that you're thinking about the viewers, right? you always want to make sure that you're thinking about the viewers. How do I make it easy for them to find more of my content? That's the priority. Because when you make it easy for the viewers, then like the viewers, like for my channel, like you are what makes my channel run, right? So because of that, when I'm publishing content, I'm organizing my channel page and I'm updating thumbnails and I'm, you know, doing all this stuff, right? It's to make it easy for you to find more of the content that you might find value from on my YouTube channel. Everybody here should be thinking about that same exact thing. How can I just make it easy for people to navigate what it is that I'm doing and find more of the stuff that they're enjoying?
1: There's no me in YouTube channel. Right?
0: Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Yeah. That makes yeah, no sense. True. Yeah, it's kind of like the INT thing. I yeah. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No me and YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. Love it. DMV MTB, thank you for the super chat. Super chat. Says, Nick always says that the next video might be the one to get you views and subscribers. I hesitated to upload seven a seven-minute ver- uh, seven vertical video last week, but it's now approaching 10,000 views and new subscribers. Nice. Love it. Yeah, you never there know, you right? Like, especially right when you're getting started and you're, you're trying to develop those initial skills to get everything rolling, like, you know, you're going to hit a threshold, right? For, you know, everybody here that's new and everybody that's in that process right now, of just trying to get over that first hump, like while you're developing skills and you're learning how to do all this stuff, you're going to hit that threshold. And once you hit that threshold, you're going to be like, okay, you know, you're going to publish that video and you're going to think. That it's going to, you know, probably do like the other videos have done, but you've gotten better. You have a better understanding now. You, you know, can put things together in a better way now that makes a lot more sense. And then that next video, you know, could end up being the one that takes off and put you in a situation like that. So nice work on, on that yep. high five fist bump. Love it. So uh, let's see here. So next up, we've got number 17D, cruising. Wow, cruising right Pedal through, to man. the Floor.
1: Pedal to the metal.
0: Yep. So we've got um pro fan talk. Pro fan talk uploads every other day. The type of channel is NFL football and trending sports topics. The goal of the channel is to monetize and grow. The question is, I'm brand new on TikTok less than a week. What's the best way to drive YouTube traffic from TikTok? So what you can do there, um, first off, TikTok is not my jam in any capacity, but if you are trying to use TikTok, um, I recommend just trying to grow on TikTok. Um, So grow on YouTube too, but if you're uploading videos to TikTok, I would just try to grow there. But if you are trying to spread awareness about your YouTube channel, make sure that you do have a link in your bio. So there's a tool that I use for this, it's called Tube Spanner. If you go to nickneman.com slash bio, um, it's gonna take you right to the page so you can see the example and you can see the reference. But basically what it is, is it allows me to embed a video at the top of it. I have like a little text blurb letting people know, you know, who I am and what it is that I do. And then it has links to different social media accounts and to creator mix and, you know, other things like that. So if you use something like that, then you can actually use that and send direction or send people from every direction. So you can put that in your links on YouTube. You can put that in your links on uh, TikTok. You can put it in your links on Instagram um, and anywhere else. And when you do that, as people are finding your content for the people that are engaged enough to explore and want more then those people will find those links. And then not only will they follow you on YouTube, but they'll follow you everywhere else you are as well, man. I'll follow so, you anywhere. I'll follow you anywhere. So because of that, um, uh, make sure that you are, you know, just interlinking linking things, um, you know, if you can, but at the very least, if you're just trying to get it right over to YouTube, then just make sure that you're linking to your YouTube channel from everywhere and in your videos, On TikTok, which again, you know, I would just respect the platform and, you know, make the content for the platform and, you know, let people enjoy it there. But if you are, you know, bent on trying to get people over, then in that case, you know, you could have a little thing that comes up with like your YouTube URL, or you could say, you know, make sure you follow me here and over on YouTube or, you know, something like that in your videos. Next up on the list, D, we've got number 18. We've got English Fun Zone. What is going on? I hope that you are doing great. Um, we've got um, the type of channel is education, teaching English as a second language. The goal of the channel is to make fun and informative English videos and to earn YouTube money. The question is, there's another channel called English Fun Zone, EFZ, not really an uh, English educational channel, but it's been dead for over three years. Do you know if YouTube does any housekeeping on channels, um, not performing, removing them? I know that my channel is being uh, recommended. I'm just curious. I've had to use one English fun zone, by the way, um, thanks to all these lessons, my channel's picking up. Thanks. Awesome. Love that. Um, so when it comes to that, yeah, once somebody has the name, um, then, you know, you're kind of, kind of stuck in that situation. Somebody reserves your name. That's why it's always best to try to come up with, you know, a, a, a unique name. Um, because in that case, one of the things that, you know, you do is you make it to where you can reserve it everywhere. But in your case, you know, you're already, you know, establishing yourself and all of that. Um, so because of that, you just have to take the hit on the other people, you know, having that name. And, you know, if YouTube ever does do anything in the future to where they release it and you and you run across that news, then in that case, you know, I would definitely, you know, I would definitely, you know, you know, you know, reach out and, you know, try to claim that name. But but, you know, if if it's not yours, then, you know, then in that case, you you are you know, you kind of took the L on that one yeah renee ritchie uh youtube's creator liaison um he also mentioned he said um even if you um weren't using your channel if somebody took your name away um that you'd be upset about it right because they could be using that to store something they could just be using it to interact on youtube um you know to where they might not even be a creator they might just be a viewer and they have the channel for that reason you know those types of things um as well so uh, let will see here next up we've got um her heel review okay we did that one already so next up, we've got Chef Sun Cooks. They upload one time per week or more. Um, they do a cooking slash food channel. The goal of the channel says, I wanna share what I'm cooking and ultimately be a place for valuable food information. The question is, what is something I can do right now that is guaranteed to revive all of my old videos um, and shorts under a thousand views? Some may not be my best work in my head, but I would like to get them much more reach. So here's the thing. If people didn't respond to those videos, Technically you could update like a thumbnail for long-form videos. You can change the title things like that but if people didn't respond to those videos then in terms of the retention then unless you do something in the packaging that would cause people's Expectation to change as they're clicking into that content that would then cause them to watch that for a longer period of time um, And just you know be satisfied with the content because that's what YouTube's going for then in that particular case You know those videos um, would those are gone, right? So you can do stuff right like you can if you're like okay Okay um, I made this video about this, but you know, I was in my learning process and just getting started there. So I tried to make everything super clickbait, even though it was misleading. And because of that, you know, people probably expected this type of thing when they came into the video, but I obviously didn't deliver that. So because of that, let me see if I can repackage the video in a way that would make more sense and be a lot more accurate to what it is that they would actually get in the video. You can do stuff like that, you know, that can end up, you know, reviving content and all that. But really what I would focus on in your case, is you have those videos on your channel those are gone if you do find that some are still getting impressions or you find that you go in the retention and some do have great retention but you just couldn't get people to click or something like that repackage those but um but make sure that you are looking at the retention on those and then i would just focus on the next videos and and moving forward uh moving forward that way um next up we've got Learn Spanish world, what's going on? Hope you're doing great, happy new year. They do educational content. The goal of the channel is providing a wide range of Spanish learning videos while I try hard to do this full time. And the question is, Mickey Mouse, Steamboat Willie specifically, is now in the public domain. Can you use this character by adding them to your videos? I'm a bit scared because two years ago, I got a copyright strike over a really old song, which is also in the public domain. Even though it was a song performed by myself, my guitar and my voice, I'm wondering if the same thing could happen with Mickey, uh, greetings amigos. So, um, technically, you should be able to, but... You know, when it comes to things like that, because I know, um, D was actually telling me, um, about that being in public domain now. Um, he was also telling me that they got an extension on it, you know, in the past. Um, so because of that, you know, if it was me, I wouldn't do it yet, but if you wanted to, and you wanted to give it a shot, I mean, you know, you're welcome to at least how things stand now, but I don't know if any of that's going to change or anything like that. So, because I'm paranoid about that kind of stuff, because just like you, I put a lot of work into this and I don't want to do things in my video content that would cause an issue you know for me in the future so because of that you know if it was me I would just avoid it because in reality outside of you doing like a voiceover of you know one of the cartoons or something like that um, uh, you got to think like what value you know would I really be able to get out of this technically you could translate it you know um, for for what it is that you do specifically but I would just try to find something else um, and then that way you don't have to really you know worry about it too much so it doesn't become a, a, a risk right because you always want to minimize you know your risk in every situation if you can so lazarus reacts is our next channel they upload every other day um, they do anime reactions the goal of the channel is to make a community of people who uh all enjoy anime the question is when is a good time to start publishing things such as patreon hoping to get one started before the end of the year so you can start publishing um Patreon, uh, you can add buy me a coffee or Ko-Fi to your descriptions. You can start doing those sorts of things at any time, but it's helpful if you are already getting some type of activity. So if you have just a tip jar, something like a buy me a coffee or Ko-Fi, then those, as people find them, they can go in there and they can donate to those things. But when it comes to Patreon, you can have a tier to where it's just a support tier that you you don't do anything in exchange and you can have that as an option too. Um, But when it comes to Patreon, the real win with Patreon is that you can provide additional things for your viewers. It might be access to you. It might be that if you're an artist that you, you know, mail stuff, it might be that you do dedicated videos for there. It might be that you do live streams there to where you interact with people, lots of different ways that people use Patreon. But the thing that you want to think about is like, if I'm going to be using that, yeah, I can do a support tier, but it would just be just as easy for me to do a buy me a coffee or something like that. Um, but if I do do a Patreon, then one at scale would the work that i would be putting into that now be worth somebody you know uh would that work be worth the few people that i might be able to get in there right now if you don't have a lot of activity on your channel when it comes to these types of things i love Um, when creators do add additional monetization options to what it is that they're doing, because, you know, you never know when that next video is going to take off. You never know when, you know, you are going to have just a super engaged fan. that's going to love everything you do. And they're going to, you know, you know, uh, you know, support you in whatever way it is that they choose to do it. But, um, uh, uh, because I do, you know, support that idea, I would say get something in there. Um, but the thing I would focus on the most is, okay, how do I, you know, make content that really serves my audience? How do I get them to, you know, respond to this, you know, when I publish these videos? How do I, how can I get the best, you know, response possible? And really the other side of that is like, how can I create the best possible piece of content for the people that are going to be experiencing this? How can I help them identify it? And how can I, you know, just keep serving the people that are interacting with my content? Like I would focus on that to get the ball rolling so that you do have scale. And then when you have that scale, then I I would start thinking about, okay, uh, now I'm going to, you know, deploy like a Patreon to where I might be able to add additional content to, it, content to it and things like that. Because I know that one of the things that content creators struggle with is time. Because a lot of people, they have their job or their business or school and, you know, things like that. Plus they have families and, uh, or friends and social lives and all those things. And then you have YouTube. So if you start adding the additional things, then you also have those things that you have to maintain. And once you start having a bunch of things that you have to maintain, then, you know, it can really start requiring a lot of time. So because of that, I would focus on the content, serving your viewers, um, have buy me a coffee or just a support tier on Patreon. But, um, but I wouldn't go aggressive unless you have a lot of activity on your channel and a lot of people that will be going in there. I wouldn't be aggressive about Patreon until you get things to that point. Um, we'll see here. next up on our list and if you're just joining us just as a heads up um, what we're talking about is everything related to youtube so right now um, i have a form down in the description so if you have a question about anything it is that you're thinking about youtube anything like that um or anything that you're struggling with anything like that make sure that you put it in the form down in the description because we're answering them in the order that they are received if you are watching this on twitter or you're watching it on linkedin or facebook um head over to youtube because that's where the form is you might be able to find it maybe on linkedin maybe um, some other places too but um youtube is where the party's at. So if you uh, you know are wanting to fully participate there, then make sure that you head over to uh, YouTube. So uh, Demonro, thank you for the super chat. D's away, so I can't hit the button. Uh, but says Happy New Year, Nick and D. Um, how do I go from super edgy to a little more mainstream with my content? I'm almost at six hundred thousand subscribers, and I'm trying to clean up a little. Not ready for suit and tie yet. So here's the thing, man. Like what what you are doing and who you are has gotten you to six hundred thousand subscribers, right? One of the things, and I mentioned this in the, in the video coming out too, um, one of the things that is a core thing when it comes to YouTube is authenticity, being yourself, right? Being yourself, sharing your opinions, letting people know what you think about things and letting people know what you like and you don't like and letting people know who you are, right? And what you stand for, all that stuff. Like you're crushing all of that, right? I see your videos on YouTube, I see them on TikTok, I, I'll hit you in shorts sometimes. So like when, when you are publishing your videos to YouTube, um, people are already responding to what it is that you're doing people like you already so in my opinion you should keep doing what it is that you're doing and i wouldn't like whitewash anything like what i would do is i would think okay if people are enjoying you know, my content and people are liking me that I'm just going to, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep doing me. Right. Um, now a couple things to think about, you know, as a part of that is like, yes, you do have the side of things when it comes to sponsors and things like that, about being brand friendly and you know, all of that. But at the same time, like you've got, you know, an archive of content on your channel that is, you know, that, that is the real version. Right. So because of that, if you start cleaning things up, then you know all that stuff's still going to be available for you know those people to see when they're looking at your channel and all that so absolutely there are things that you can do just like minor tweaks to where maybe if you want to make your content more accessible to where somebody's watching it and they have their family around and they're sensitive about what their kids hear and things like that maybe you know if you are using um uh explicit language in your videos and those sorts of things then maybe toning down that kind of stuff but when it comes to everything else it is that you're doing I would, I would just keep doing I would keep doing that because it's working and I would try to find ways to amplify what it is that you're doing that is working as well. And then when it comes to cleaning things up a little bit, I would, the, the main thing I would focus on really is if you are being, um, you know, very explicit is I would just try to find, you know, um, you know, ways to communicate there. But even with that, man, like I would be like, okay, I'm going to try to clean this up a little bit, but I would be paying really close attention to if that causes an impact at all, because Most likely people won't even notice. Right. But that that explicit transparency, so to speak, is something that people do also respond to. So if you look at Gary Vee as an example. So one of the things that he does is, you know, like he'll use in his own content and things like that, you know, he's fine. He's very abrasive in his language in some stages when he's on those, he's also very abrasive, but he also knows in some environments that that's not the best move. So then he'll clean things up in his presentations and in his communication and those. So when it comes to, you know, what it is that you're doing, um, really, man, I would just, I would just keep doing you because people like you, people like what it is that you're doing. They like the content that you're putting out and you have proof positive of that, not only here on YouTube, but you're also doing well on, on. I think it's either TikTok or Instagram, um, that I run into your content too, but like you're, you're also doing well over there. So because of that, like I would, I would just lean into, you know, what it is that you're, that you're doing, right? Like, uh, do you, right. Cause it, that that's working um let's see here so next up on the list we've got um darker things is our next question really quick um and again i can't hit the button because um d is out but podcast creator creators hub welcome to the Nimanati. when you get the chance go to nimminvip.com i'm going to pin it to the screen right here so you can see it go to nimanvip.com. it's going to redirect you to our members only facebook group so if you are interested in joining the facebook group you can do that there um in addition to that we also have a community discord that is free for everyone um you can and access that um, Chantel dropped a link here earlier if you could Chantel if you're um, around if you could drop that in here uh, now but um, but you can join that anybody here if you're on discord can join that um, but if you are a channel member and you join that then there's a special area in there for channel members um, and that's the area that I prioritize so if time's limited for example I'll go into there and then I'll go into the you know into the into the main uh, public chat and, and we've got a great, you know, community of people in there. So if you, you know, are like wanting feedback on something, whatever, um, then, you know, you can, you can get that kind of stuff in there. So, uh, next up, we've got darker things, darker things says, um, let's see here. Oh, it's ash. Okay. What's up, dude. Hope you are doing awesome. Awesome. You, did you start a new, uh, podcast? Okay, nice. Love it. So, um, darker things, says that uh, they upload when they have time. The type of channel is documentary, true crime, disturbing personalities. The goal of the channel is to take something I'm interested in and turn it into content people will watch with monetization coming later. And the question is, I'm hit and miss when it comes to people clicking on my videos. I'm starting to think that it's thumbnails, but I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. Okay, so this is a, this is a, a very common problem, especially when you're getting started. So what you want to think about is when it comes to click-through rate on your videos, here's, here's what is going to impact that. One is the topic itself. So you might make a great thumbnail and have a great title, but if the topic is something that is of lower interest to the people that you are reaching, then in that case, you're not gonna have a lot of people clicking on it, even though you might've done all the right things with the thumbnail and the title because you blew it kind of at the topic, right? Or you limited, I won't say you blew it. You limited it at the topic. Um, and then when it comes to your thumbnail and title, those obviously also you know impact your click-through rate and then your autoplay. So basically, if you look on a phone, um, or you know, on a computer, um, but if you look on a phone, it's a little bit more obvious, where if you stop the scroll, then YouTube will just start auto playing the video, that's also going to have, you know, some impact as well. Um, So what you want to think about if you are having trouble getting people to click is one start, start being very intentional about everything it is that you're doing with your thumbnails and titles and the topic. And the way that you do that, and I mentioned this a little bit earlier in the stream as well. But the way that you do that is you say to yourself, okay, for the people that I'm trying to reach, first try to think about who it is that you're actually trying to reach with your content as a whole. And then when you're publishing a piece of content, or even at the ideation stage, think to yourself, okay, how much of my audience is going to be interested in this? Like, how, you know, what's se- like, is there going to be a large portion of my audience that's going to be interested in this? Or is there going to be a subsegment of my audience that's interested in this? Um, figure that out. Try to go wide when you can. Um, in addition to that, then when you are putting your thumbnail together, think to yourself, okay, what about this thumbnail? If I wasn't familiar with the video, I had no idea what was in the video, what about this thumbnail would help me identify that this piece of content is something that I might care about? Or what, what about this would help the viewers identify that? And then once you figure that out and keep working on it until you can nail that part, and then from there, you think about, okay, With this title, what about this title would compel somebody that I'm trying to reach or myself, you know, if you're trying to reach yourself, um, what would compel them to click on this? And then you also want to look for little nuance things too, like, okay, um, is the bulk of the information that would matter to the viewer towards the front of the title within the first like 50 to 60 characters? If the answer is yes, then in that case, you know, you're, you're doing the right thing and then of course you want to just make sure that you are defining what specifically about your topic title and thumbnail is compelling enough that it would cause somebody to click on it then you want to run through the quick exercise technically T what is going on my man hope that hey. you are doing fantastic welcome to the stream but the next thing that you want to uh, the next thing that you want to work on um, ash I'm gonna put it on the stream uh, or on the screen for you here but the next thing that you want to think about from there is is there anything that I'm putting in my thumbnail or my title that is going to distract someone or that's going to pull attention away from the main focal points that I'm trying to bring attention to. So a great example of this for titles is, am I putting episode numbers at the beginning of my title? um am i putting uh, you know something at the beginning of the title that is like the theme of you know this series that i'm working on those types of things should be at the end of your title not in the front because they block the most important you know they they block the messaging so to speak at the beginning of the title when it comes to your thumbnails simple is usually better so when it comes to your thumbnails you know some people will put like subscribe buttons in their thumbnails and some people will fill the entire thumbnail with like a hundred words of text some people will have um, like a friend of mine, right? So I have a friend of mine. He um, started a YouTube channel recently um, He just crossed a thousand subscribers on his YouTube channel and one of the messages that I sent to him uh, Was make the drum bigger based on his thumbnail, right? So basically it's a thumbnail and in and, and, and his thumbnail says it's time and then it's a picture of him, and he's holding a drum. It, I think it's a snare drum, but I took a screenshot on my phone and I sent it to him. And I said, "Make the drum bigger because that's the thing that's going to grab somebody's attention. That's a drummer, right? It's going to help them identify that even at a small size that it has something to do with drums." Two, um, I mentioned that the drum is hard to make out at a small size, and then I said, um, "You're not going." Oh, this is a, a whole other thing. Um, but then uh, let's see here. Oh yeah. And I said to, um, instead of the, um, it's time that he has in the thumbnail instead to try. Hey drummers, if he was going to use text in the thumbnail. So basically the whole thing is like, is there anything that's kind of getting in the way of the, of the thing that you're trying to bring attention to? Right. So you want to think about all of those things when you're putting your thumbnails and titles together and just when you're packaging it up in general, um, so that you can make sure that you're giving yourself the, you know, the best, uh, you know, the best move there. New member, old country, off-road. Welcome to the Niminati. Make sure when you get the chance. Welcome to the Niminati. Thing.
1: Did you see her real review, by the way?
0: Make sure when you get the chance that you go to niminvip.com. That's going to redirect you to our Facebook group if you're interested in joining that. And we also have a Discord that's free to everyone. Um, uh, but there is a, a special members-only area in there as well.
1: Um, did you get the super chat from her real review? Doug said um, you missed it.
0: Yeah. I don't think I did. I just
1: put it up on the screen right now.
0: Um, my, my screen's Super small. So. Okay. It says
1: how to research film related videos, record on watch page, how to research film, re- film related videos, record on watch page. Does that make sense to you? No.
0: So how to research, uh, uh, film related, film related videos. videos.
1: That makes sense. But record on watch page. Yeah.
0: I'm not sure. Yeah, can you rephrase yeah, you, the yeah, question? Yeah, if you could be if you could be a little bit more clear on that. Um we'll keep an eye out in the chat there um for that. Did you Chris, get Demon Rowe? Christina, yeah. Okay. Christina Smallhorn in the house. What's hey, going on? Christina. Happy New Year. Hope you're doing great. Nice to see you in here. Happy New Year. Um let's see here. Oh, recommended. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Recommended. So, um let's see here. So, let me go back down to that. So how to um search film related videos on recommended on homepage. Okay. So got it. Okay. So when it comes to um researching film related videos on the homepage, I wouldn't necessarily do that. Um instead, um I would be going into Google Trends like if you're doing film related, you know, reviews I would go into google trends and i would look for um uh any movies that are on the rise of people's interests so if you go to trends.google.com you're going to see uh you know how if you go to trends.google.com you put in the movie name you're going to see Okay, is has this movie peaked and it's on its way down? Um, what movies are still climbing? Um, is there just a general interest to where it's relatively steady? Like maybe it's like a like something uh, you know like Fight Club or something like that where people are still like interested in watching it. Um, and then uh, and then use that tool to help you just get a better understanding of the right videos to make. That is good for you know people that are interested in watching film reviews. And then another thing that you can do, and this is where you know understanding the nuance of your audience is important, is you might find. In your content that maybe uh let's say you know sci-fi does better than everything else or romance does better than everything else um in that particular case once you identify that within your own content then you would say okay well i'm going to go look for sci-fi movies or i'm going to go look for romance movies that type of thing um to where you can use that particular tool again it's trends.google.com to get a good understanding of the likelihood of there being a decent amount of people that are going to be interested in that piece of content that you're going to publish
1: hey nikki how you doing
0: so, well. I, so I wouldn't do it right off of the homepage. Um, I would actually get ahead of that on uh, on Trends instead. Because, you know, sometimes you're, you're being presented content in your homepage that's years old. Sometimes it's, you know, months old, weeks old, things like that. So, you know, in some cases, you could just miss the boat on some of that stuff. Darker things is our next question. We did that one already, though. So we're go- over in 24D is where we're at. So uh Lisa likes plants. By the way, if you have questions, head down to the description.
1: There is a link to a form. You can ask your question in the form.
0: Yep, it's all free. Thanks to our sponsors, uh, TubeBuddy and StreamYard yep. um, as well. But lisa likes plants um they have been making videos for one year or more it's a gardening channel the goal of the channel is education and the question is can you talk about quality versus quantity i feel like i can make my videos higher quality but it will take me probably 30 percent longer this will reduce the videos that i can put out by that much time and i'm not sure it's worth it i would like to put videos out once a week but they would be lower quality than every two weeks So, great question if you're also dealing with this question just say me um, in the chat because um, this is a really common one when it comes to content creators so when you are looking at quality versus quantity um the very first thing to understand is that that quality is always determined by the viewer so for you when you're putting your content together you might find that when you're putting it you know together that uh you know that extra time it may help the video but it might not make a difference either so one thing that i found a long time ago is i would spend tons of time just a little nuanced things, and don't get me wrong. Like I was proud of those videos, right? I was proud of that work that I put in. I was proud of the little details that I put in that nobody even noticed. But one thing that I started doing is I started scraping out things over time. I'm like, okay, let me lose use just like a little bit less B roll. Let me use just a little bit less graphics. Maybe if I have a graphic on here, maybe instead of doing multiple layers of graphics that I'm going to animate, maybe I'll just put one thing and then just have like a slow zoom or a slow, you know, pan or something like that going into that. And then I started looking for ways that I could remove the sum, not all, because I still, you know, add some of those details, but I would remove just like l- some of the little details. And what I found was that as long as the video was structured right and as long as I was giving people what they expected when they came into the video, yes, the graphics do help and they do help, you know, keep people's attention and all that stuff. But how you're actually structuring your video and taking people through your story or through the information, like that's the stuff. Because you're doing educational content. That's the stuff that matters the most. So because of that, what I recommend that you do is make one of those videos that you think is going to be a much higher quality video. Uh, Make a few of them if you want to. Even if it takes you a little bit more time, publish those videos and then compare those videos against your videos that have you know that, that didn't require as much work and see if there's a difference for what it is that you're putting together, how you're putting it together for the people that are interacting with your content. See if it makes a difference at all. It might or it might not. And if you can at least prove one way or the other, then that will at least give you a lead on what to do next. But even if you do more work, once you find, okay, people are responding more to this, then every two weeks might be the path if it makes a substantial difference. Or you can also go that way, and then do what I did again, where you just start slowly taking away things to kind of find that threshold on what exactly it is that you need to do to a video. Now, here's the thing that's gonna cook your noodle. Is that what she says, or bake your noodle?
1: In the Matrix. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna
0: bake your oh, bake is it your big, noodle. Yes, gonna bake, is your, it noodle. bake your noodle or cook, cook your noodle. Bake your noodle. Okay, bake your noodle. Yeah. Thanks. So here's the oh, thing: it's gonna bake your it noodle now. Since you're doing educational content, uh, one thing that's really interesting with educational content is in some cases you just gotta talk and you just gotta share the information and just by doing that by itself, the videos will do fine right? As long as they're structured, right? As long as you're taking people through, as long as you're meeting the expectation that you set up from the outside through your packaging, sometimes those videos do fine. So because of that experiment, right? See if, see if that extra work will get you better results because sometimes it does see if that extra work will get you better results. Um, and then I would make your call, you know, from that. So with that, let's take this as a learning thing for everybody here is that when you are in a situation like this, where you're like, man, if I if I, in just a little bit more time then maybe it's going to cause me to be able to upload less videos but i think i'll be able to make something that's really good that people will respond to better take the time and experiment with it right try it and see if it's going to work if you have an idea like like ideas and experimentation on youtube like that's where all the gold is right that's that's where you find like the the really big wins on your path is if you If you're like, okay, um, maybe if I spent this extra time, um, then people would enjoy it better spend that extra time. And if they enjoy it better then that might be the thing that you need to do, or that will show you that like, Hey, I'm spending this extra time, but it doesn't seem to make a difference. It just seems to be more based on like the topic, or if I can get people to rewind or stop at a particular point in the video and you know, things like that, you'll start identifying other things, you know, that can make a difference too. So, you know, if you do have ideas about things that you can do, just run it through this simple filter is this video a good fit for the people that i'm trying to reach with this content my intended audience if the answer is yes do all kinds of experiments around that if it means that you have to have you know a couple weeks where you upload at a slower pace so that you can experiment with making those videos that you think might be better do it because you might be onto something right okay. go
1: Yep. Yeah, I, I want to add to this, um, and I blanked out during some of that. because oh, you were, that's fine. Yeah, you were just, speaking for like 18 minutes, yeah, and yeah. I, I was just hey, thinking man, about, yep. you had me looking up the Matrix and stuff. Mm-hmm. So in terms of, because you said. We that, were almost
0: just going to watch the movie. We were. Right. We, were we were just we were copyright like, claim. Yeah, just, we were like walking down that path. Yeah.
1: I was looking You're up. You're like, I was man, you
0: still going. Like I was going to start streaming it. Yep. Yeah. So, you're going to be like, man, we're going to be at the architect by the time he's done with this.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So in terms of, and I'm reading your question here, it says it would probably take me 30% longer mm-hmm. to make my videos higher quality. Yep. I want to be very clear that fancy editing doesn't make higher yeah, I said quality. That already. Yeah. Fancy editing doesn't make higher quality. What makes higher quality is how the audience responds to it. Right? right. So think in terms of, uh, you know, if I make it better, right. To make something better means that you're communicating with the audience better. That's what it really means. Mm-hmm. That means that it's creating
0: have, a better experience. You're creating a yep. better
1: overall experience for the person that's watching your video that, that, I mean, it can be filmed with your phone, with the microphone that's on the phone Yep. because what you say and how you say it and the way you connect with that person that watches the video could be everything Yep. versus a 10,000 or 15 or 50,000 studio yep. with all the lights, all the microphones, yep. multi-camera angles, the best yep. soundtracks, the best editors. Why do I feel
0: like you're talking about me here. The
1: best the best shaking that I comes suck. on, right? You can have all of this stuff and your videos could suck because they miss a deeper connection to your audience. Yep. So in terms of better that doesn't mean necessarily lights, it doesn't necessarily mean the cameras, it doesn't, it means how you connect with the viewer. Yep. So focus on that connection first and foremost. I mean, and that's not an easy answer. Yeah, yeah it, you know, it's just like connect with the viewer. That's really hard. We all struggle with that. It doesn't matter yep. how long you're on the platform. The biggest creators in the platform still struggle with how to do that. Yep. So I think more in terms of how can I say the right things? How can I tell my story? How can I convey my message? How can I better communicate in the video? think about that in terms of better yep. the, the the audience decides if it's quality or not yep right as creators we make the best things that we can make with the tools we have at our uh, disposal at the time yep. with the knowledge and the experience that we have we put it out into the world and the world decides if it's quality or not yep. that's all you can do
0: and really quick also i i, I want to mention christina smallhorn right here and and this is a great um, example of doing what you want to do versus doing what's best for the viewers that are interacting with your content. So Christina here, who, by the way, for everybody that's hanging out in the chat right now, she has almost 300,000 subscribers. Um, the video that she put out two weeks ago has got like 71,000 views on it. Video that she put out a month ago has got almost 30,000 another month ago, 174,000 like she's doing great. And one of the things that she mentions here is that she loves the fancy edit, but her audience doesn't. Right? So because she's prioritizing what her audience wants and what her audience, you know, prefers, she's thriving. Right? You gotta so test that, it. Yeah, so that expresses yeah. that, that idea that he was talking about yeah. in terms of like, you know, you gotta, you gotta do what's, what's best for the viewer, not necessarily, I mean, there is pride. There is that, like, hey, I want my stuff to be like cool okay. or whatever, but then there's also like, okay, well, how can I just make the best thing for, you know, for the, for the people that are interacting with my content?
1: And there's a really weird thing that happens. And those of you who have been creating for a while and you've built up your various skills, you probably know what I'm talking about. Once you've learned how to make something a certain way, you understand white balance, you understand framing, you understand how to make a set look good. You understand the lighting, you understand all of these things, all of these things, and you have this, what your idea is of something that looks good in your head, mm-hmm. like this looks good. Yep. It's difficult then to walk it backwards. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, Hey, I've built all of this stuff and it looks, maybe too professional mm-hmm. maybe this is too professional for tiktok nope. and then you want to dial it back and it's it becomes hard. difficult yeah. because your brain is wired
0: to be like oh it's not good enough it's, it's not got to enough. look this way yeah, this looks yeah. like crap
1: right. and then you upload it anyway and you're like huh i got a million views on that right. I just front-facing camera on my phone that had a dust speck on it.
0: Dude, you know what's it, funny? Speaking of TikTok, some of my yeah. best TikTok videos yeah. are literally I'm not on camera, which no, is too. probably the big benefit. But I'm lit. it's like messy. Yeah. There's like no. It's just kind of like oh hey, no, here's I, this here. It's all like one take. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are all my best yeah. TikTok videos. All, all my top, Crazy. all my TikTok yeah.
1: videos are made on my phone, yeah. uh, front-facing camera. All my shorts are done on my phone. Um,
0: yeah, food for thought is what we're getting Food at. for thought. Yeah.
1: yeah you have yeah. to test it on the flip side of that.
0: Christina says she's like, yeah, I know somebody that has a red camera, yeah. which those are like thousands and thousands of dollars and they get like 200 views a video. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. And this is true too. Um, Jason says it's too easy to lean on gear and technical stuff because you lack confidence in yourself.
0: Yeah. Ooh, I ouch. love that man. Ooh. Yeah.
1: That, that stings a little Ow. bit. Yeah, but that you're right. yeah, yeah, it is, ab- it is. absolutely, yep. you know, but test it. You might be,
0: to be fair, depending on what it is that you're doing, I do believe in visual authority because uh, yeah. that type of thing, sure. you know, is also different. So depending on what it is that you're going, you you, there is you that. Might
1: but be, the thing is, though, you have to test it and you have yeah. to learn how to do it. I, yep. I, I would say this: Google pattern interrupts. Mm-hmm. Learn what a pattern interrupt is. Mm-hmm. So without becoming super fancy pants, you can still do various pattern interrupts mm-hmm. to hold the viewer's attention. Yep. So pattern interrupt. Yep. Rabbit hole, go down it.
0: Yep. Or be fancy pants. Or be fancy pants. Yeah,
1: I think there's a place for everything.
0: Yeah, sure. Sketches and scrubs. Our next uh, question here. Love but your channel name. Beats
1: a good hard cut.
0: Right. Sketches and scrubs. Say. Was that before or after the cigarette burns? <laughs> right? right after <laughs> cigarette burns. So sketches and but scrubs. I said hard cut,
1: boy.
0: <laughs> Okay, okay. I didn't say J cut. <laughs> I said hard cut. <laughs> so sketches. <laughs> Bam. Sketches and scrubs.
1: Okay, no, hard, <laughs> hard cut from now on. I'm yeah, sorry. And then I get in the corner and I make a J-cut.
0: Right? Yeah. For next yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Sketches. I and-
1: those scars. The belt marks <laughs> <the belt laughs> across the back.
0: Sketches and scrubs. Uh, the type of channel is Christian Doctor making art videos, vlogs, tips, and reviews. The goal of the channel is to help others in their watercolor mixed media art journey, making it fun and easier to navigate, less frustrating, and something that improves their well-being. The question is. My channel has gradually grown in size from 4,000 to 9.6, but the views per video remain the same. Is that a warning sign? Do I need to change something? If you do ever do channel reviews, I appreciate insights. Okay, so when it comes to the um, views remaining the same, if you are stagnant and you're like, hey, you know, I just have this threshold, then you you need to change something, right? Like we all do, like that happens to everybody. So it's like, you know, you hit the certain point and then you're like, okay, um what do i need to do in order to get past this point so you're getting that response because that is the level that people are responding to your content at so in order to break through that then yeah, you need to make a change. That change could be a nuance in how you know, in in how you're targeting your audience or your understanding of what it is that they even want. Um, that change could be an audience of how you're presenting, or a uh, a tweak in how you're presenting the content from the outside of your packaging. It could be a tweak in your video structure somewhere. Um, you know, there there's something that you can change that can that can get you over that threshold. It can also be additional details like okay out of my archive here, um, you know, am I sending people into additional content? If somebody watches uh, this video and YouTube starts recommending other content for my channel, is that content also a good fit for that viewer to where if they do come into that, YouTube can count on people watching multiple videos on my YouTube channel, right? Like those types of things are also important. As a matter of fact, that same friend that I was talking about earlier about the, uh, about the thumbnail, another thing that I sent him is I said, hey, um, I would also take out the covers and uh, focus everything on your value content. And I also mentioned to him, because he's got some lo-fi videos on the channel too, and I told him to ditch those too. I'm like, yeah, take off your lo-fi videos too. And the reason for that is because he just had his first video pop. And with that first video, um, he got, I think it's, he's up to like twenty four, twenty seven thousand 27,000 views on it. And what's happening there, um, just for you know everybody here, is – he had a video pop. He's got, you know, 24 to 27,000 views on that video. So what's going to happen next is that YouTube is going to identify, okay, people enjoy this. He's got a lot of comments on the video. There's a lot of conversation around the video, you know, that kind of stuff. A lot of likes on it. Like people watch the whole thing. Like it was, it was a good video. And what's going to happen is YouTube's system is going to say, okay, these people enjoyed this content. So, on this channel what else would be a good fit for these people and youtube is going to try to test some of those other videos for him uh, you know against those people so the reason i told him to took the, take those low fi videos off and the covers off is because he's he's basically making the channel now into the future he's making it around um you know helping drummers learn how to be you know good at drums funky drummers so funky drummers so because of that get some so because of that for the drummers that are interacting with this content they're not going to care about just listening to lo-fi right at get least they're the not, not going to care about that on his channel right just listening to some lo-fi music they're not going to care about you know the covers that much per se so because of that you know everything is now going to get dialed into the things that that audience cares about so then when youtube systems like hey you enjoyed this video from this channel let's see if you like this video too to where he can present them with another video on his channel that is available that is something that those viewers would care about right that's the idea so when it comes to those those limits you want to make sure like when you're hitting those thresholds you want to make sure that you're thinking about all of those types of things and then there's also what you're willing to do because you know you can also hit thresholds too to where you're like you know um you know this is kind of like the limit that i'm at um and then there's like you know um, i'm already spending time on these things like that like what am i willing to do to get past this. Yeah, have a celebrity right? in the celebrity is the house. Too. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got Owen Video in the house. What's going on, Owen? Hope no that you were doing fantastic, my man. Owen What's Video. Owen,
1: oh, I haven't What's going on seen you. I haven't seen you in forever, man. I haven't talked to you yeah, in I forever. Yeah, I got
0: to hug him at Vid Summit. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Hope yep. you're doing well, man. Yeah. Owen's the dude. Yeah. Hey, just as a heads up, if you are a business content about, creator, yeah, if you are a real estate agent, if you are a mortgage broker, if you have like any type of like, you know, uh, local business or you owen just want to look at you dude just wanna, just if you're looking at a handsome dude yeah if you want to look at a, just a handsome fella yeah yeah like owen <laughs> owen is your dude like if you are you know that type of uh if you are you know that type of content creator and you are using youtube for business um owen is uh is the dude uh when it comes to that so make sure that you reach out to him on twitter yep. um there uh, or if you're on facebook or you know, something like that or instagram any he's in all the places so um just reach out to uh, owen video there and he will you know he can he can help you there
1: hold up you just moved to costa rica for the one win- listen man i love I, I didn't know you were doing this i mm-hmm. love that you moved out of the united states Listen, nice love it yeah so I'm don't just it. do it for
0: the winter like just do it yeah oh and yeah. so listen I, he so, might be trying it though
1: yeah so here i've got i've lived out of the united states for over 20 years no. so here's the thing when you move out of the, i'm, I'm going to walk you through what might happen when you get out of the country everything's going to be awesome yeah i can't believe it i did it i made the jump and i mm-hmm. get out there's a there's a thing that happens when you stay gone did you go through this a a lot of people go through where it's like an amazing 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 period you go through the honeymoon period but then you go through a part where they talk about like culture like culture shock Mm -hmm. you don't think i don't feel any culture shock but then When you're in places like Costa Rica or Thailand and and things are just, maybe you try to build a house and you're just like, man, I can't get this thing built and the walls are crooked and the toilets and the, and the the pipes don't drain correctly and all this stuff. And you start going through this weird position. You're like, I've made a huge mistake. Maybe I'm going to go home to push through. If you hit that at that state, it might happen a couple of years from now when you start questioning your judgment, push through it. Yeah. It can be frustrating. It might even get depressing for a little bit mm-hmm. because you start questioning your judgment and like, man, I can't. That's
0: all culture shock. It's yeah, all yeah, Google car, Google culture shock. Yeah, yeah the
1: culture shock actually comes later for a lot mm-hmm. of people. So if yep. you hit that later, push through it. Yep, it gets better. Mm-hmm. I know that was kind of a weird rant, but yep. do you agree? Weird with that?
0: side panel there for yeah, YouTube yeah, 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 stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah like honeymoon period, and then it's just kind of you go through this weird thing sometimes, and you push through it, and you come out, and you're just like, ah, oh, yep. I'm one. Of, I'm I'm okay now. Yep, went
0: through it nervex what's going on hope yeah. you're doing great yeah that's so that, awesome. that's you pretty cool, that leap dude
1: yeah yep. congratulations exciting stuff man exciting yeah, it stuff
0: is. yeah that's super cool yeah so uh next up on our list here uh we've got shark scrapper what's up dude hope you're hey, going great um and, and hey really quick um owenvideo.com or is it what did he say in there did he say uh owen video yeah if you, if you see that in there let yeah, this is true. Yeah, Owen video.com um, is how you, is how you find Owen. If you do have a business related channel, he helps you set up like lead magnets all and stuff, all that man. stuff. Like he turned your channel into like a lead generating machine, but uh owenvideo.com.
1: English fun zone. And this is so true says, and you have the reverse culture shock when you go back to the United States. Yeah. This I feel is like true. a
0: tourist there. It's weird. Yeah. So yeah. I don't,
1: I don't know exactly when it happened, but it took a while. It took me several years of being out of the United States and not going to the United States regularly. Mm-hmm. But now when I, and This is really weird. Born and raised in the United States. Yep. But I've been gone for like twenty years or so. Right. When I go back to That's crazy. That's crazy. Just thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, in, in, in like four more years, I would have spent half of my life right. out of the United States. Right. But technically, when you spend all the, if you take the time. If you're I, doing
0: the math, just say me in the comments.
1: Yeah. So, but if you take the time, like, okay, I spent this time in Columbia, this time. In, like, if you take all that, mm-hmm. I probably already spent half of my life yeah. outside the United yeah. States. Yeah. Because yeah. right? you've
0: been, yeah, you've been traveling since you were like 20. I've been out for a long time, right? Yeah.
1: So just say half of my life has been in the United States. When I go back, I feel like I'm going to. Foreign country, a foreign country, yeah, you know, a really weird foreign country. Mm -hmm. It feels like I'm going to like a reality show, a TV reality TV show. Yeah, y'all is weird. Is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are weird.
0: Yeah, it's just different. Get it together
1: over there, man. It's weird.
0: (laughs) That's so I'm trying uh, to say back on track shark scrapper um is our next question they do inter- he does entertainment uh the he does entertainment content the goal of the channel is to promote recycling um and add a revenue stream to the business the question is one of my plans for 2024 is to improve my use of shorts is there a recommended ratio of shorts versus long-form content any other lessons learned or recommendations for adding shorts um, to primarily long-form content channel looking forward to an awesome 2024. yeah so what you want to do is um just just look at your short shelf and your long form video as two, two different things, right? So imagine that they are two different apps, so to speak. Yes, they work together. Yes, YouTube can recommend content, you know, to people that are interacting with both and all that. But you want to look at it like like they're like two different things, so to speak. Yes, it still needs to be targeted towards the same people, but you want to look at them um, as like they're not, you know, directly attached to each other. So because of that, just upload the shorts at a cadence that you can, you know, support. But um, with your shorts, I would not. Publish a short um, on the days that you do upload your long-form videos, though, just so you can focus on that long-form video, right? Get everything ready there, engine your comments, you know, all that stuff. So that can be your, you know, busy thing for the day, so to speak. So, um, uh, so yeah, just upload shorts at whatever cadence you're comfortable with. And uh, and then when it comes to the long-form content, just don't upload them on that day so that you can just focus on, you know, the, the servicing that long-form video, so to speak, on, on those days. Cruising and miles. Thank you for the super chat. Super appreciate it says um, in the past chat. couple of years, I've been implementing things that I've learned from this channel. And I think that we've all Hold on, and I think I've been doing well, but I still feel like I'm lacking something that is keeping me from really gaining traction. Do you do channel reviews? So we're not doing um, we're not doing channel reviews during this stream, but I am going to start doing channel reviews again over on the Tube Spanner YouTube channel. So um, I know that your name right here is Cruise and Miles. If you could just connect with me on like Twitter DMs or something like that, um, because I know that with your you know super chat here, you're kind of hoping that I would pull you up here. Um, when we start doing channel reviews on the Tube Spanner channel, which is either going to be this coming week or next week. So I'm going to start doing the monetization, you know, live streams and stuff like that on my channel too. Um, but when we, uh, start doing that over there, if you can come into one of those streams, um, and just remind me of this, then, um, then I'll, I'll pull you up over there and then I'll check you out over there. Cause normally we do it as like a randomized thing, but since we're not doing them here, because you drop 50 bucks and it's 50 bucks, right? So because of that, if you do that, then I'll, I'll, I'll pull you up over there when we do that.
1: Owen says, uh, where's your favorite, this is a great question for everybody, uh, everybody in the chat. Where, if you're in the U.S., where is your favorite outside U.S. place to go?
0: Here. I love Thailand. Okay. Absolutely love it. Okay, Love everything about Thailand. Okay. I even like the traffic and the okay. crazy driving. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like the fact that when you're walking down the sidewalk in some scenarios that you have to be careful because you might have a motorbike coming up behind you. Mm. I like that. Yeah, I think
1: in terms of living, uh, I would have to put Thailand at the top of my list as well. It's chaotically pleasant, yeah. Um, especially up here in northern Thailand, and where we're at is incredibly safe. Like I, no, no joke. Like I could we we could go to I don't know a cafe tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I could put my phone and my laptop and my my satchel on a table, and we could go watch a movie yep. at the mall,
0: yep. and come back, and it's all gonna be there, and
1: it's all gonna still be there, yep. No joke. Yeah. I, I, I sometimes leave my keys in my motorbike overnight. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. outside, they're yep. still there. Mm-hmm. I, I'll leave I'll, the parking at the mall. I leave it in there, but it's still there, right? It's, it's so safe up here. It's, it's unbelievable. So right. I would say for living Thailand for visiting, I'm going to have to say for vac- or for just for like being a tourist, I'd have to say Japan, Iceland. Yeah. Japan's cool. Yeah. Japan, Iceland, Nepal, India in cuba those are probably my top five nice for visiting
0: nice
1: you have a top one for vacationing
0: um <clears throat> yeah i would say probably japan maybe yep i liked indonesia a lot too oh yeah i Indo- really like Indo- bali
1: yeah
0: really like bali it, cool. it's, it's a lot of crossover with thailand yeah but uh but i really liked i really like the vibe there it's different now but uh but at the time that we went there um i, I really yeah. enjoyed that yeah ty what's going on ty's hot mess history hope you're doing great hey. so um let's see here so next up um so here any other lessons okay we did the shorts okay so now we're on number 27 and we're uh trucking along here (laughs) so next up we've got waiting for the page to load Drum roll. Okay, here we go. So John Ben uh, Bednez, hope I'm saying that correctly. I apologize, John, if I'm uh, not. They do biweekly content. They've been on YouTube for a year or more. The type of channel is indie game and Unity 3D uh, edutainment. The goal of the channel is indie game development. Getting to a thousand subscribers by the end of the year. And the question is, when would be a good time within a video to bring awareness to a personal website? Great question. Mm, that's a fantastic so question. So there's a there's a few different ways that you can do this. Um, so the very first is introduce yourself from that website. So as long as the website aligns with, you know, what it is that you're doing, um, you could say like, you know, if it was me, I'd be like, hey, I'm Nick from nicknimmin.com or hey, I'm Nick from tubertools.com or hey, I'm Nick from padplanet.com or, you are know, like, whatever. Um, hey, uh, I'm Nick and from today some... we're talking about, you know, this, right? Um, or you could say, uh, you know, once you get through the hook, um, then, you know, once you introduce yourself, if that's something you do in your videos, then you could just have a little lower third that pops up where you don't even say anything, but you have your name on there and then you have a little, you know, thing underneath your name, that also displays your website there. You can do that also. Um, other people will wait to the end of the video, but if you are trying to spread awareness about something that you are doing, then d- hitting having multiple touch points in a video is the win. So having that little lower third. And if you're not familiar with what a lower third is, do we put me on this uh, one camera here? Yep. So what a lower third is, is imagine there was a graphic on the screen right now, and that there we go. That's a lower third. So, uh, so basically having something like that, but they have cooler, you know, things where it's just more simple. Cause that's like a, you know, kind of in your face graphic, but, um, but they have it where you can just put, you know, like your name and then, you know, some text underneath your name. But for that text, you could say like, visit my website at, you know, whatever. And you don't even have to say anything then. So you're spreading awareness about it for the people that are watching the video and paying attention to that particular part. Other things that you can do
1: really quick. The reason it's called a lower third is because it takes up the lower third of the, the lower third of the screen. Mm-hmm. So if you were to segment your screen like this the lower third would be in one of the lower left or right hand sides
0: yep um Um, Another thing that you can do is if you do have, because you're doing game development content, which means I'm, or which makes me think that you're probably sending people to a website that has something to do with that. So another thing that you can do is if you're doing any type of like screen sharing, anything like that, it's really subtle. This one isn't really like awareness thing. It's more of just like a small one is you can also have like your bookmark bar bar showing to where you have like one of your folders named your website and then nosy people will look for that. Um, You can also do things to where, you know, you might reference something and mention that it's on your website, or you can take the real Really aggressive approach the really aggressive approach is to where later in your video, you don't wanna do this at the very beginning because people will abandon the video for it, but if you do have something, if it's a guide of some kind, if it's a checklist of some kind for people that are developing games, any type of free resource that you could create to where you would be able to mention it somewhere in your video to where it's like, let's say if there's something that you talk about on a regular basis, you could say, oh, hey, by the way, um, I have a guide for this um, that you can download for free on my website, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, and then keep going that way. You can also do those sorts of things, which are really subtle, but it gets the information out there, and then it spreads awareness about your uh, about your website. And then some people just put, you know, like like you know, graphics on their end screens and that kind of stuff. Um, But you know, there's a there's a nice handful of ways that you can do that. But um, but I would wait on the aggressive stuff until it's later in your video, like the last like 20 of your video or something like that, so that you don't sacrifice the performance of the video for that. You know, the handful of people that are going to go over there. Instead focus on the performance of the video so that the video can do well. So you can reach more people at scale and then out of those people at scale, more people are going to make it to later in the video and then you'll get more people going over to your website from there. So hopefully that helps.
1: Congratulations to about damn time who just received their first
0: subscriber. Nice. Congratulations to you for that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. High five and fist bump to you for that very first subscriber. Love it. Yep. So next up, we've got round number uh, twenty-eight now. D. All right. So next up, we've got Weeby Craft. They have been on YouTube for one year or more. They do Minecraft gaming content. The goal of the channel is to get more brand deals and money. The money. question is money. The question is. My channel is focused on Minecraft content, but recently Minecraft uh, video views dropped, and uh, views are dropping, and GTA video views are increasing compared to the past. Should I start uploading GTA on my channel? So right now with GTA, um, there is a lot going on with GTA because they you know they have like uh, you know screenshots link- leaked, and you know they have officially announced that they're rolling out uh, you know the next one uh, number six here I think in twenty twenty five. So as we start approaching that that the awareness and the attention that that's going to get is gonna keep increasing. So because of that, if you're only focused on nothing more than I'm just trying to make videos that are gonna get more views, if that's the only thing that you're like really focused on then in that case yeah i would start i would start you know heading in in that particular direction because you'll be positioning yourself now as one of the you know one of the resources for that particular thing as long as people respond well to the content so yeah i would start walking in that direction if that's something that you're interested in because you got two things that you're dealing with here one is do i chase the traffic right which i mean you are publishing videos and if you want people to watch those and you want to get brand deals and money i mean it's kind of the, the the path but then you also have like, well, what I really like making videos about, right? And what is that I'm really ultimately trying to accomplish with this channel? If that can be done with Minecraft, and if that's something that you want to continue doing, you can absolutely do that. But if you're like, hey, I just want to go and ride this wave, then yeah, then in that case, yeah, I would definitely start, uh, if I had a gaming channel, and the only thing I was trying to do is grow the channel and get like more ad revenue and stuff, um, then in that case, I would definitely start, you know, moving... Excuse me. You're I would right? start yeah, I would definitely start Jeez. moving. Can't take you anywhere. I know, right? I would start moving in the direction of uh of GTA. And uh Christina small horse. Uh small horse. <laughs> Sorry about <laughs> that. Uh, dude. yeah, I'm falling apart over here. I need to hydrate. Give me yeah. one second. D, go.
1: Holy moly. He's over <laughs> here burping on screen. <laughs> con Christina Small Horse. <laughs> what is going on? Dude, dude. What what? Pull it together, man. <laughs> come on
0: oh that was great love it sorry christina what so uh what are you even doing right I know, right <laughs> she says uh, uh will you have any courses coming out um in 2024 i bet everyone in this chat would buy it yes
1: yeah it's about ponies
0: yep it's about ponies
1: <laughs> if you want to if you want to oh. pony up and pay for it
0: uh. <laughs> yes christina um i will and it will be uh, it will be coming out uh, very soon yeah i'm actually working through it right now um so basically Part of my work week is, um, just basically working on, up. working on my <laughs> stuff there. And then, um, also, uh, also doing stuff for the course as well. So yeah, it's on the way.
1: You're never going to recover from calling her. Calling small her horse. horse. It's never, right? she's never going to come back in it's the a, chat. Yes, just it, yeah. shut up. Just
0: stop talking. Yeah. It's we've over. already got the creator classroom, putting horse heads yeah. in the, uh, in the talking. thing here. Yeah. Just sorry. Stop. We need to
1: have a moment of silence <laughs> for this, this live stream because it was dead uh, at that moment.
0: Exactly. Oh, love it love it love it love it all right (laughs) so next up um we got that's hilarious we've got camp brood we we love you christina yeah she knows you and your horse (laughs) you and and the small horses yeah Yeah.
1: we love you and the horse you rode in on
0: yeah (laughs) yeah oh man okay all right. So, uh, Camp up. Brood,
1: up. let's get moving.
0: Yep. Camp Brood <laughs> says that, uh, the type of channels are being and hiking, uh, the national parks with family. The goal of the channel is to help families plan outdoor road trip vacations. And the, uh, let's see here. She says, um, I actually like the new, uh, nickname team, small horse. We, we, <laughs> should, like just,
1: we should just say everyone's names.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. We should Turn have it. one stream or we secretly do that. Yeah. That'd yeah, be yeah. funny. Yeah. So, yeah. So Camp. Yeah. So if you see us doing that, because you're here watching the stream, you know what's going on. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. So camp brood, um, they do, they help the the goals to help plan, uh, families plan outdoor road trip vacations. The question is I have three videos I'm using on one videos in screen. Do we need to I wrap this thinking up thinking about that, man? It's do so need, funny.
1: Do we need to wrap this oh, up? Oh Man,
0: Okay, so I'm going <laughs> to try here it says I have three videos. I'm using on one videos. Okay. <laughs> All right, okay, <laughs> Dean, you want to carry this for a second so we no. don't have a bunch of silence here uh,
1: <laughs> in the screen while I'm no.
0: cracking up? No all right here we go we're gonna try it again guys all right so i have three videos that i'm uh using on one uh end screen how can i easily tell which video has a better response from viewers when they watch it from the end screen how can i tell which one is getting clicked on uh with a better ctr and which one has a better average uh view duration so with some of those like you're not going to be able to tell some of that um just because they do limit some of that information you know directly for the end screens but you can see your overall end screen click through rate so that You can see like hey are people clicking something but then from there at the time of publish you can go and look in like your real-time stats and you can see traffic moving same exact thing for like your pinned comments for youtube cards stuff like that so if you have a lot of activity at the time of publish then you can actually see some people going over there and you can actually watch people you know start to interact with that content Um, but in terms of attributing like okay somebody Clicked on this in screen and they watched it for you know this amount of time i mean technically you can see the amount of time that people do click as an in-screen traffic source so you can see that kind of thing um so you can yeah you can actually uh uh see that but in terms of getting like really granular with that um in terms of like okay where exactly did they drop off and stuff like that you're not going to be able to see that but you are going to be able to see um, a percentage God, that was so funny, D. I didn't know if I was gonna make it through that. Um, actually. I you know when you hit those times and then you're like borderline hysterical?
1: Yeah.
0: And and for whatever reason you just keep wanting to laugh. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of where I was at. I was right on that line. That was great. So um Ty's hot miss history. Thank you for the super chat. Says that they have I'm an equestrian. Uh, they have an equestrian. <laughs> nice. Horse. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, got it. Love it. Oh man. Trying to trying to throw me off the rails there. Throw me yeah. off the saddle. Tell you right? off the saddle. So, uh, see, the channel name here is Chair Yoga with Barbara. Um, they upload one time per week or more. Um, they do accessible fitness content. The goal of the channel is to reach seniors and beginners across the world and to get monetized. The question is, in YouTube Studio Analytics, there's a little graduation cap in the graph now. It says experimental when you put the cursor over it. I haven't seen that before. What's that about? Um, what that's about is they give you information, right? So it's like an educational thing. Like, okay, hey, you know, this is you know information that we're trying to give you. So when you are, uh, you know, when you see those types of things, look at them. Um, just hover over it, and then you know it'll pop up information for you. So um, those have actually been around for a decent amount of time now but it might be something that you know that that you are just running into uh you know currently oh man you're right over there yep one step is the uh, next question here they upload every other day um the type of channel is fighting games the goal of the channel is to turn my skills and knowledge into a fun and profitable career and the question is happy new year i recently crossed thirty thousand subscribers and some thanks are in order to you and your brother for helping me cross this milestone high five and fist bump to you and uh let's see here Says, my question for the day is, when uploading shorts on an everyday basis, is there uh, a thing as too many? And if so, what is that number? How many shorts would you recommend uploading if you had the capacity to upload multiple per day? Um, Any and all advice regarding shorts is appreciated. Thanks again. I'm looking forward to 2024. So the very first thing, um, and I'll get to the detail here in a second, but the very first thing that I would be very mindful of Is sustainability. So sometimes people will go really hard on something and they will just not be able to keep it up. So, because of that, step number one would be to look at it through okay, if I start publishing a lot of shorts on this channel on a regular basis, like how long am I gonna be able to keep this up? If I start publishing like, you know, three or four shorts a day, how long am I gonna be able to keep this up? And if you're like, hey, I got a system worked out and I can, you know, publish like three or four shorts a day, then yeah, if you have a shorts based channel and you wanna publish those, you know, three or four shorts a day, um, absolutely you are uh you are good to go there a super chat super, super sticker Lil minsky thank super you for chat. the super sticker there super i appreciate sticker. it I missed it mm-hmm. thank you so much and it's the first super sticker on a live stream mm. for well, that's 2024. Right. super
1: sticker 2024
0: yep that was it thanks so, so next much. up we've got uh stella wimbley stella wimbley does music and entertainment content the goal of the channel man that horse thing keeps cracking creeping back in yeah, the goal no. of the channel are you, st- um, are you stable now is I want to uh, says I want to earn uh, with YouTube selling my merch there keep making videos like live music performances music releases music videos podcast interviews um, but also share about my opinion doing talks I also want people to find my website so lead traffic to my website question I'm a musician started on videos about topic different topics on YouTube last video went viral how can I make another vid- viral video or keep that video viral new subs are different from my old subs so a couple things one and i think d might be looking at your channel but one is that you need to make sure that whatever it is that you're publishing next is going to be a good fit for the people that are enjoying that viral video two you need to analyze the heck out of that viral video Mm -hmm. and you need to start thinking about why you think people responded in the way that they did so look at what you did with your thumbnail and you're going to have the data behind it right you're going to have that but you also want to start thinking like okay If I go to my analytics and I go to my traffic sources for this video and I see that I got a lot of this traffic from YouTube's homepage, then why do I think people responded so well from the homepage? Or I got a lot of, you know, traffic from suggested videos. Why do I think this did so well in suggested? Like, why do I think that it got those responses? And when it comes to suggested, like, did, did you, um, you know, end up in somebody's next up? Is that why, you know, you got all that traffic from like another viral video, that kind of stuff? but you want to identify like what happened and um and you want to start thinking yourself like why do you think that people responded in the way that they did and then you also want to look at the structure of your video and you want to look at exactly what you did how you opened that video what the video was about um like once you got through your hook what did you do next? What did you do next? What did you do next? And try to replicate that same structure because you hit the thing for that audience that you are, you know trying to reach, and you want to you know try to replicate structurally um whatever value it is that they got out of that video and how they got that value so that you can try to replicate that. Other things to look for, is was that particular video a super broad audience video, um, or was it a little dialed into you know, like a very you know specific niche? I'm going to guess it was a much more you know broad audience video. Um, so you want to also be thinking about those types of things as well. And then as you the structure, you want to try to keep that the same. But in terms of the reasons that you think people clicked, you just want to try to replicate that um, through the new content that you're publishing. So if you're like, okay, um, this is you know the the promise of this video. This is how I package this video. And this is the promise of it. So because of that, people responded to this at a high rate. What was I focused on in this thumbnail? Um, You know, what what, what was the structure of my title? Um, Is there anything that I put in this, uh, you know, title that I would be able to replicate structurally, you know, those types of things to see if you can repeat things in that way? Um, Was this particular video about like a theme of some kind that I might be able to carry on? So, for example, let's say because you were doing music related stuff. So like, was it about, you know, a specific uh, type of music? Was it about a particular, you know, artist or genre, you know, of, of music? And you want to make sure that you're just following that lead. Because one thing that's awesome with YouTube is the algorithm follows the audience. You found the audience, right? So now you just have to figure out why you think that they responded in the way that you, that they did. And then you test the theories that you come up with against new content that you publish, um, trying to, you know, have something similar happen again, but again, look at the structure, look at how it is that you started the video. What exactly did you say or show when they were coming into the video and analyze it second by second or five seconds by five seconds to see, you know, exactly what it is that you did and try to replicate it structurally.
1: There you go. Straight from, right. straight from the horse's mouth.
0: Yep. Love it. So, uh, D will you well, care this for a second? I yep. need to step away for one second.
1: Okay. So now he's out of the picture. I'm going to take some questions out of the chat, and I'm going to leave the form from him. So if you have a question, go ahead and drop it in the chat right now. Just start it with a Q so I can identify it as a question. You're going to go, you're going to go in there and snort, snort it up? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just do some jumping jacks, wake up a little bit. That's right. Drop a Q in there. All right, now that he's gone, let's talk about some real stuff. Straight from the horse's mouth. You got it. All right. Let's see here. What is going on? Wait for some of these questions to start rolling in here. Um, since there is a bit of a delay, I will try to go over to the form here. Uh, okay, so this question is from Art Y R V Glass Studio. It's an educational channel. The goal of the channel is to teach the craft of stained glass. And the question is, I'm trying to assemble a loyal audience. We do a live stream Q&A every Monday at 7 p.m. Our audience builds over that one hour. Would it be more beneficial to extend time? Yeah, that's something you're gonna have to test to see what works for your audience. You might find, I know I do a stream with Daniel Battelle where we're actually paying, when Nick and I stream, we just go live for for the community. We don't really, we're not looking at the data, right? We're not looking at the watch time. But when I stream with Daniel Battelle over on the StreamYard channel, we have a channel review game show. Afterwards, we're looking at our retention. We're looking to see where we held people, how we lost people, so on and so forth. And we found that we have a sweet spot of around an hour and a half before people start losing interest.
0: So it blows my mind. You guys can keep people for that long.
1: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So after an hour and a half, people start to lose interest. And our views start to go down, and they just don't recover. So if you're cutting it off at an hour, you know it could be you could do one or two things. One, you could just you know short and sweet. We end it at an hour, and they're looking forward to the next live stream, right? Create that that desire, that want for them to come back to your next live stream. Or you could extend it a little bit longer to try to find that sweet spot to where right before people start to trail off. Like for us, it's an hour and a half. We try to nail it at an hour and a half. So I would say recommend, you know, experiment with both to see which one works out best for you.
0: Love it. Next up. I'll
1: take this one out of the chat because I had my finger on it and I told them I would answer the questions in the chat Um, from Paranoid's Art Room says, what do people use for editing videos on iPads? That's a great question. The, when it comes to editing on an iPad, if you want to pay for something, I think LumaFusion is is fantastic but it is more on the high end in terms of the features that it has it can be a little bit difficult in terms of the learning curve uh you also have davinci resolve which has a pretty good learning curve but i would say go with either cap cut which is free or i don't know if video video leap is, i use video leap a lot on my phone with CapCut, depending on what i don't I know if it's available
0: do. on a, on a uh, ipad it I think is so, but i, I don't so. know
1: if it's free anymore oh. i know they kind of changed that whole free model but I, I would say try cap cut first mm. um I, I i've i, I keep cap cut and i keep video leap on my phone they both do different things i just don't know video leap is 100 percent free anymore mm. i know they were and then they changed it and i don't know if they went back to that model or not but cap cut uh, do that for
0: sure all right next up we've got um rv glass studio um, they do educational content the goal of the channel is to teach the craft of stained glass and the question is, I'm trying to assemble a loyal audience. I, I just did that one. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. 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 Sorry.
1: Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Just got test it. it out between the time.
0: Next up, we got work in progress, work in progress. Uh, they do book reviews. The goal of the channel is to create a community. Um, the question is, do you have a strategy for using the AB thumbnails? Um, should I make completely different thumbnails or just make subtle changes to each one? Make different thumbnails. So, um, yes, you can experiment with like colors, things like that. Also keep in mind that you can do multiple AB tests or ABC tests, you know, for YouTube. So you can do all of the above, but when it comes to trying to, you know, make the biggest impact, usually it's a different thumbnail. It's going to make the impact. So, you know, color changes, things like that, they can make a difference. But the big wins are usually when you completely change something up. So because of that, I would try like different types of thumbnails. So one of the things that I do is I'll have a thumbnail that will be kind of, you know, like normal for me where it's like my face in there and then it'll say whatever over on the side. And then I'll do like a graphical version and then I'll do something that's completely different. Um, that's what I'm doing with mine. Um, so I recommend that you do the same to where you have, you know, like, okay, these are kind of like how I do my branded thumbnails so where people can kind of recognize this. Um, and then have something that is just wildly different from everything else that you do and then have something that's kind of, you know, like a hybrid, you know, um, of the two. Uh, Next up on the list, we got the last gate jumper. Last gate jumper um, uploads when they have time. They do review content. The goal is to make a living on YouTube. And the question is, 95% of my subscribers are from Shorts. Does this mean that I need to rethink the way that I do my eight to ten minute videos? No. It just means that people are subscribing at a higher rate on YouTube Shorts, which is which is pretty common. Um, so if you are not getting people to subscribe to your eight to ten minute videos, then um, of course you know scale is going to help, but not always. But one thing that can one thing that can help and get some people get, are get some people are okay with this other people are not is to uh ask people to subscribe i don't know if you're doing this or not but ask people to subscribe in your videos try to do it in a place that's non-interruptive um and the reason for that is because people do respond to that and it's not that they respond because you're commanding them to subscribe they respond because if people are enjoying your content and they're they're you know they're watching it and they're getting value from what it is that they're doing or you're doing those people are not thinking about like, oh, I gotta make sure I subscribe, I gotta make sure I do this, I gotta make sure I do that. They're just sitting back enjoying the content, right? So because of that, when you're like, oh hey, by the way, if you wanna see more videos like this, make sure you subscribe. Or, you know, if you have this very specific value, make sure to subscribe, that kind of stuff. It just reminds people like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, I do, I am enjoying this, let me subscribe. So it's just more of a reminder than anything. But when it comes to that, you can do it in an interruptive way which is something that i don't recommend because when you do it in an interruptive way um, you just have to be very specific and very succinct and you have to kind of build the value around you know what the viewers want my next video has an interruptive version so you can check that out for what i mean but um but what you what a better approach to this unless you are unless you're paying very close attention to exactly how you're saying things, how you're framing things, and like what you're gonna land on, um, then in that case, it's usually best to do it in a non-interruptive way. So especially when you're just trying to get your audience retention up and trying to like learn how to make better videos and stuff. So one thing that you can do is while you're in between something, so let's say um, while you're doing one of your reviews, while you're reviewing something, you can be talking about something and then while you're opening up a part of it or, you know, moving something in the thing that you're reviewing, then you can mention it there. So without it being like a whole, oh, I'm going to stop this video and, and invite you to subscribe instead, just while you're doing that thing, you can say, oh, by the way, you know, if you're enjoying this so far, make sure to subscribe. And by doing that, some people will subscribe to the channel just from you Reminding them to subscribe. So um, so I would start working on that Um, And then when you can spread that type of awareness You can also do it with graphics um, in your videos as well But the verbal version seems to work the best but even those little nuanced graphics those types of things can help as well Um, So definitely make sure that you start, you know doing those types of things some people are weird about it Some people are gonna tell you not to ask people to subscribe in your videos And the reason they tell you that is because a lot of people will do it in an interruptive way And they'll do it in a way that doesn't really make sense Um, so because of that I recommend that you do it, but just try to do it in a non-interruptive way to where it doesn't have to fully stop your content in order for you to ask for that subscribe. Next. Next, we've got uh, Jabari's fitness channel. I was looking at this channel where you were talking. Jabari's? Yeah. Okay. What do you got?
1: Okay, so the question is, well, first of all, the, the goal is to eventually turn YouTube into a business, start a gym and get enough money to get a degree in kinesiology and business administration. Question is, how can I get more people to watch my videos to subscribe? Also, how can I stand out in YouTube for my niche? Are my thumbnails good for my niche? Okay, so we're not, doing channel reviews i'm not going to pull up your channel but because i was looking at your channel and you're a, you're a young man who's hustling and, getting, and putting in the work i'm just going to give you just a couple of pointers here um okay you have you're, you're building your whole channel around fitness for for beginners and teenagers you're a teenager yourself it looks like you're a young man so i'm going to tell you two things number one you've got that in your channel art but get rid of the road to 10, 10K subs. Nobody cares about your subscribers on that. Focus on-
0: That's about you, not about them.
1: That's about exactly, make it about them. Number two, none of your videos, your thumbnails and your titles don't say anything about trying to reach teenagers. You're just doing standard fitness videos and you're competing with every fitness channel on the internet. Hmm. So if you're trying to reach teenagers specifically, then you need to package your entire, you know, your thumbnail and your title so it speaks to teenagers. And number three, just another tip here, get the best pictures of you humanly possible that show your, your, your physique in the best manner. Learn about lighting, how the lighting can make your muscles look a little bit different based on how you're posed. So get better pictures. They're gonna stand out better and give you more authority as someone who's uh, focusing on fitness. That's my advice.
0: And really quick, um, Tim TechWiz uh, says, who's a channel member here, so I'm just going to go ahead and quickly answer this one, it says, um, why YouTube suddenly stopped recommending my videos? So what happens is people stop responding to the videos. Yeah. And, you know, like a lot of people will will look at YouTube and they'll look at YouTube's algorithm as the culprit for, you know, like why they aren't getting views or why something stopped getting views and stuff like that. But in reality, what happens is the system responds to how the viewers of the platform respond. So if more people are having a Satisfactory experience with the content, then YouTube will keep showing it to other people that are using YouTube like those people are and watching similar content and so on. But as soon as you cross that threshold of, okay, we're showing it to these people here, but they're not responding to it, then in that case, then, you know, it's going to lower the impressions that you're getting on that video because. People are no longer responding at a competitive rate. So, what's going to happen then is instead of uh, recommending your video, it's going to recommend videos that are more competitive that people are responding to, that they are being more satisfied with, that they are clicking on more, watching more, sharing, you know, those types of those types of things. Next, we've got uh, let's see here thirty seven right, cruising along. Uh, Grampy's Garage uploads every other day. The type of channel is automotive and equipment how-to. The goal of the channel is to give my community good quality information. The question is, I have 29 subscribers with 15 videos. Whoop, whoop. Um, What is the one thing that you would recommend that I focus on as a new content creator? Great question. question. Focus on your skill development of learning how to do all of the things required as a content creator and focus on your understanding of your audience. Those two things um, will get you further than pretty much anything else that you could do. So when you focus on your skills, it's gonna help you be able to create better content. When you focus on your understanding of your audience and what they respond to, it's going to help you serve them better. When you do those two, when you combine those two things, it, it can make your uh, channel a really good channel that people will keep coming back to um, and that you'll be able to grow over time d any additional things on that yeah start
1: paying attention to patterns now you don't have a lot of videos but as you start to build out your content library start paying attention to the type of content that works you know like, hey every time i make this type of video they really like when i'm doing something about how to fix cars for example like whenever i upload a car repair video it gets a lot more views than when i'm doing something that's not a car repair video so just look for those patterns and then lean into them w- when they happen and that's part of understanding what your audience is actually there yeah. for.
0: Angling by uh, Laue B- Mab- Mabui. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I apologize um, if not. But the type of channel is fishing sessions for my kids and anyone with an interest. The goal of the channel is to get my content out to more people who like fishing. And the question is should I update older thumbnails to my new thumbnail style? So when it comes to your thumbnail style, um, a lot of people will get really focused on like, hey, I have to change everything to make sure that it matches like my branding. But what I recommend is that you that you change thumbnails for the sake of being effective, not necessarily for the sake of just matching other thumbnails, because what can happen is you can change something for the sake of the branding that you're currently using and it can end up making a thumbnail it's just people don't respond to as well so because of that if people are responding to you know your packaging on one video just let them keep responding to that packaging or test different thumbnails using tubebuddy until you get the uh, uh youtube's abc testing tool um and just keep you know um testing different thumbnails to see what people respond to better that way um but uh when it comes to like old videos really I would go in, I would look at the audience retention on those videos, see if people are enjoying those videos when they come into it in terms of like they're watching, you know, for a decent amount of time. If they are, then in that case, maybe updating those would, you know, make sense. Also look to see if they're even getting impressions anymore. If they're not even getting impressions over like a 90 day period, then it's not even going to matter, you know, what you do to those. Um, Outside of, you know, if you update the title and thumbnail uh, or title, thumbnail and description, then maybe, you know, YouTube will try to show it to some other people. But at the end of the day, you know, if people didn't respond to that video in the past, it's probably going to happen the same so because of that if you do have videos to where you did have really good audience retention in those videos the people that did interact with them you know they did have engagement you know those types of things then in that particular case updating that packaging could just kind of refresh it and cause people to respond differently if it's still getting uh impressions but i would not do it just for the sake of the branding i would do it because the videos are underperforming right that's that's why you want to make changes like that
1: yeah what doug said here is spot on the juice may not be worth the squeeze yeah
0: yeah sometimes like uh uh sometimes the things that you work on and I, I mentioned this actually one of the first things that i mentioned in that video that's going out on monday mm. is i mentioned that there's like so many things that you can do that are busy work that will just keep you doing something but it's not really going to do anything to like really help right? right right so you know you might you know kind of hit something here and there but like you know a lot of that stuff it's just busy work that you know just kind of keeps you doing something to where really you might be better off watching a video from like hayden hellier smith on like how to edit videos right you right. might want to spend your time you know doing something like that compared to going in and updating all your thumbnails
1: i'm grabbing this one out of the chat really quick yep, from Dave trip who's over on x it says what networking advanced do you recommend uh, to go to as a YouTube creator with about a hundred thousand subscribers to collab and learn more? Vid Summit. Vid Summit.
0: Go to Vid Summit. So if if you're a content creator, that's and, in October. Yeah, it's in October, in October in Dallas, Texas. If you are a content creator um, and you are somebody that you know has a thriving channel, or you have a channel that you're wanting to thrive, and you're like, hey, I'm doing everything I can to like get this thing you know going, and I just want to understand everything that I possibly can about YouTube go to vid summit yeah i cannot endorse vid september. summit enough christina Smallhorn's in the house too um you know also saying vid summit shark scrapper you know vid summit september like, this year
1: hold on yeah so
0: like um did it move to september yeah i could just let me know uh,
1: i'm double checking right
0: now but yeah like uh vid summit in dallas texas um but we got a while until it happens. so if it's september yeah, or october wow. september, september 3rd okay okay nice. holy
1: cow it got moved again nice yeah that's cool september that's cool. 3rd I actually, through 5th
0: yeah i actually like that that's good so um so yeah so uh Vid Summit. Yeah, so Chantel just dropped a chat uh, or just dropped a link to Vid Summit in here. Yeah, you want to go to Vid wow, Summit. September. Like if you're a content creator, Vid Summit is the conference that you want to go to. Um so yeah, make sure that, that you go to Vid Summit is the answer to that question.
1: Wow, that's wild. Uh-huh. September, the beginning yeah, of September. Yeah, there's
0: another conference happening if you're in the UK. Um, there's another conference happening called TubeFest that I'm going to be speaking at in the UK. That ha- that's happening in May. Um, if you go to tubefest.live, you'll see that one. And then if you go to bidsummit.com, you'll see the one that's happening in uh, September. But yeah, like uh yeah, bid summit is is the so conference then, for content creators. I
1: wonder then is is it going to be warmer in September in Texas? or it's in it's in dallas or yes yeah, it's, it's in dallas it's in dallas yep. so is the weather it's a little bit outside of dallas is, yeah. is it warmer or i have no idea i have no September? idea
0: what the what the weather's like uh at that time i'm not sure
1: hey matt so, uh so do you, are you gonna make it this year probably yep probably i i will be going back to mexico at the end of this year so it's gonna f- depend on when i go to mexico Yep. so i'm gonna say yep, pro- i'll be there probably yep uh, if I don't go this year, it's not because I don't want to, it's just because I'm like, might be getting ready to go packing to go to Mexico. But yeah, probably.
0: So, um, Punjak reacts, uh, they upload when they have time. It's a reaction channel. The goal of the channel is reacting to funny stuff mainly, but can go to movie trailers eventually. The question is um i want to upload reaction videos after that i can split them up and make them into multiple shorts is that re-uploading and i only have 100 subscribers so you can um repurpose your content into shorts by by basically reformatting that content into shorter uh videos it's warmer in september so for that i use a service called opus clip so you might want to give them a shot Um, if you go to opusclip.com or i got a I think I have a link to Opus Clip down in the description as well, but they're great for that sort of thing and they make it they do it like really quickly. Um, they use AI to basically figure out what's going on in the video and then it will uh, basically suggest shorts. You can go ahead and edit them and say, I want it to start sooner, in faster, in later, that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, use Opus Clip for that sort of thing. Christina
1: says oppressively, horribly, miserably hot in September.
0: Oh, okay. For, well, the, that's for, good for to Texas, know. yeah. Inspiring, yeah. 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 I just dialed. Good thing it's indoors. I just dialed yeah. my enthusiasm
1: back a little <laughs> bit. <on
0: that. laughs> so next up, we've got "Keep Pressing, Keep Praising" is the uh, next channel here. They do gospel music. Um, the goal of the channel is to uplift and encourage others in their walk with God. And the question is: I'm now trying to make a short for my longer song videos. Is this advisable in helping bring in more traffic to my channel? So if you have long, if you're making original music and you are uploading long form videos and you're trying to bring attention to it i would make unique videos for youtube shorts and the reason for that is because when it comes to youtube shorts you have a great opportunity there to create something entertaining that leads people into your songs and you don't have to necessarily put your entire song in there, but leading people in. So for example, ways that people are doing this, there's a guy named Connor Price, it's like a like an, an expert at this, but basically in, in his particular case, what he does is he has like little skits that he does before his videos, or he'll tell a story about like, hey, this happened, this happened, and it led us to making this song. Um, like those types of things, to so where you actually lead people into it instead of it just starting, and then it's just a song playing. Um, so I would experiment with that t- uh, type of thing and making unique content um in youtube shorts to bring attention to your music
1: love it super chat
0: so next up uh we've got uh whole Whole southern cooks yep whole southern cook says i'm a new uh small culinary channel who's had a few receipts taken uh without credit from big channels all recipes taken Uh, without credit from big channels how can i handle this um so if they take your recipes welcome to youtube yeah if they take your recipes um there's not really uh, you know, much really that I think you can do with that outside of it if it's like printed. Like if it was a book or something like that, then you might be able to I, you know issue some type of copyright related thing on that. Here's but what I am not sure how that how that would work as a as a recipe if it's a common recipe. Like I if would, it's something you made from scratch and nobody else had that recipe before you made it, there might be something you can do there. Um, i would
1: i would reach out to them as professionally and as kindly as humanly possible try
0: to get some credit or something yeah yeah. and i would just i
1: would i I wouldn't approach and and i see a lot of new creators getting really upset when stuff like this happens when they take videos i would reach out and say this and say i'm really honored that you found my recipe uh useful for your channel uh i would really appreciate it if you could credit me in your description yep thank you so much right right just kill them with kindness and try to reach them through various ways you know go to their about me page try to find their email address and just be super polite and thank them for you know noticing and maybe they can credit you or link out to your channel in their description yep. maybe they will maybe they won't but unfortunately that's kind of the position that you're in right you know try to build some bridges instead of burn them burning them yeah yeah that's what that's how I would approach it yep. because you never know you might reach out to one of those channels and they might say man I hey, love why it. don't
0: we just do a collaboration yeah they yeah. might say
1: you know what I love all of your recipes uh we should do a collaboration together right like you just never know mm-hmm. the doors that are going to open unless you, not, you knock on them
0: yep um See, so here we did keep pressing and praising already so next up we've got GTF outdoors Um, The type of channel is metal detecting and other outdoor pursuits. The goal of the channel is to grow a channel and share the hobby and the question is, is it important to stay in your lane with content? I mainly post metal detecting videos. However, I wish I had other outdoor related material, such as fishing and possibly even product reviews related to both. My detecting videos are getting the most views currently. Should I focus myself to what is getting the love and not be afraid to experiment while my channel is relatively small, 400 plus subs and growing? Thanks in advance. So here's what I recommend is first think about what you want. Think about what you want from the channel. Think about what you're trying to accomplish with the channel, which your answer here for this question was that you are trying to grow the channel and share your hobby. So if you're trying to grow the channel, then the best move there is to focus on the content that people are responding to, because if you start putting out the other outdoor content, you could make that as a pillar and be like, yeah, we also talk about, you know, these things here because they are, there is a little bit of overlap there. But, um, but but the problem that you run into when you start doing this sort of thing, especially with very nuanced or niched things like metal detecting is let's say that you also started putting out um, like fishing videos, like you mentioned. Well, You gotta think how many people that are fishing are also doing metal detecting, right? And if somebody watches your fishing video and they really love your fishing video, and then YouTube recommends your metal detecting video because they just watched 10 of your fishing videos, then in that case, they're probably not gonna click on that because they don't care about metal detecting. So because of that, the whole idea is to make your channel a resource or a destination for a certain type of viewer that likes to enjoy a certain type of content so in your case what i would do is if i have the metal detecting videos and i enjoyed metal detecting and i thought that i could build the channel around that and people are responding to that then i would build a metal detecting channel and then if i wanted to also do fishing content then i would just have a second channel where i also did the fishing content that way that gives you you know two things that you'd be able to grow to hobbies that you could share with people it would require additional work because that's more editing you have to do more comments that you got to answer on another channel that you have to log into and stuff like that so it does create additional work but that would allow you to have outlets of both of those things that you enjoy or create a general outdoors channel you know over here and then have your metal detecting channel as the one you know that people are responding to that metal detecting content another thing that is really important to think about right now you have 400 subscribers on your channel So you could literally go any direction that you want to right now, and it would be perfectly fine. So you could also try like, Hey, um, I really like fishing and I really like metal detecting, but I don't know which path to walk down. In that case, you can also put fishing content there and you could see if you can make fishing content that people also enjoy. And if so, if you can get that to get a better response, then in that case, then you have to face. Another issue, which is like, okay, I've got metal detecting videos getting some views I got fishing content getting some views But if I want to create like a destination then in that particular case I should probably pick one of these um, and then you'll need to make that choice at that particular time But where you're at right now you have tons of room for experimentations to play or or for experimentation to play around and um, And see what it is that you know that 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 you can create that your viewers will respond to uh, the best and on that note I want to thank everybody for hanging out in the stream today. Um, I want to uh, first welcome again everybody to 2024. You know, I wish everybody the best um, on your YouTube channels. Keep in mind that you know as we start this new year that you know the the things that you need to focus on are you know just building your skills building your understanding of the platform and your audience so that you can you know put out content that people love and it's also important to remember that you are in a learning curve you know we all are we're constantly learning because these platforms are constantly changing so you know you're in a learning curve but if you're just getting started you're at the very beginning of that learning curve if you've never done something like this before so even though it can be frustrating even though you can think that you're doing everything that you know how to do which could be true there's it like if you're not getting the results that you want, it simply means that you need to learn how to do additional things, right? So, because of that, embrace the learning curve, embrace where you're at, and just focus on building up your skills and that understanding of that audience that you're trying to reach, and you'll get there, okay? Um, D awesome. Yeah, I just want to
1: say, if we didn't get to your question, we answered the questions first come, first serve in the yep. order that they came in. Yep. There were some questions that we didn't get to. We got pretty to. close. We yeah, got, we got close. really close. We couldn't get to them all, yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah, so thank you everybody so much for hanging out, D. Um, awesome stream. Yep, awesome. Yep, Christina, small horse. Thank you for, uh, thank you for the, for the laughs on, uh, that one. I apologize. And, uh, everybody have a uh,
1: apologize for that, right?
0: Everybody have an awesome, uh, rest of your week. Make sure that you check out the, uh, sponsors of the show for making all this possible and uh, make sure that you check out all the stuff that I have down in the description. I've got all kinds of helpful, you know, tools and resources and stuff down there for you. If any of that solves your problems, then make sure that you check that out and, um, have an awesome rest of your week and we'll see you next time.